2: Edition of Omega Man Radio. You know, we do this live program every night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 7 p.m. Central, that's 6 p.m. Mountain, and that's 5 p.m. Pacific Time for those of you that are out there in Los Angeles right now. And I'm just glad to be here with you. You know, uh, we have been um, tuning up our lineup, and uh, every Friday night, Going forward is going to be um, Pastor Michael Thierer. He's the uh, pastor of hegelish Baptist Church in Highland, Indiana. It's going to be my special pleasure to uh have him joining the lineup of uh, great get- guest speakers. Uh Pastor Michael has been working on the front lines of deliverance for many years. And if you would like to um, come out to the men's uh deliverance conference is going to be next week in uh, Highland, Indiana, at Hegelish Baptist Church, starting the 27th and uh, going through Sunday the 30th. Men are invited, and then uh, there's going to be several family workshops throughout this year. I would encourage you uh, load the car bring the whole family out, uh, men, women, children, get the whole family out for some deliverance. Uh, I made it up to Hegwish Conference number 92, great time in the Lord and uh, you just have a, an awesome time meeting some new friends. So I'd like to encourage everybody to come out there. Um, I was asked, what is the best way to get um, books on Wynne Worley, audios, videos, and tapes? Well, there's two ways. You can go to the official website, WRWPublications.com, home of Win Worley. Also, AgapeBible.org. That's the Agape uh, Bible Fellowship of uh, Pastor John Gogan. You can order your materials through both of those. I personally am starting uh, my third book called Demolishing the Host of Hell, which is the third book in the series by Wynne Worley. And, um, you know, deliverance is the key here to make it in these last days. One third of Jesus' ministry that few are interested in pursuing, which is a real shame because, you know, everybody's demonized. And, uh, you know, there's so few workers out there willing to put on the Ephesians 6 armor pick up the sword, and go after the enemy. You know, it's, it's it's such an awesome thing to see people set free in Jesus' name, get their minds back, which have been blocked by mind control spirits. You know, see people that can rest and, you know, sleep the whole night through without being tormented at 3 a.m. by sexual spirits like Osmodeus or Incubus or Succubus or Lilith, the screech owl. You say, where do I get that name Lilith? It's in the Word. Go look it up. Screech out. Well, we're going to be um, having a special program tonight. I'm going to be uh, bringing two messages. Now, Pastor Mike was going to be on live tonight, but he had to go to a graduation out in San Diego, and uh, we understand that. Um, Congratulations to his nephew graduating from the U.S. Marine Corps. Hooray, out there to you. And uh, what we're going to be doing is I'm going to play a special one-hour message tonight, Uh, Which I heard for the first time earlier as I was queuing this thing up an awesome message. You're going to love it. It's called Executing God's Judgment Upon Demons. A special message by Pastor Michael Thier. And then in the second hour, I'm going to be opening up the archives, pulling out a rare track with uh, Charles Holtzowes interviewing Wynne Worley, talking about a number of topics, such as interrogation of the enemy. Is it biblical? What is the difference between demonization and possession? He's going to answer a lot of the tough questions out there that people debate. And you're going to get some answers you've been looking for for a long time. Uh, Then in the third hour, I'm going to welcome Pastor John Franklin on the show with me, and we're going to be opening up the lines to take your calls. If you need deliverance tonight, if you need to be set free of tormenting spirits, we can help you kick your demons to the curb in Jesus' name. I'm going to move to fight the enemy tonight so tonight can be your night to call and get set free by the power of Jesus Christ. Every demon out is one less sin, as uh, P.J. says. Uh, So that's what we're going to be doing now. Next week we're going to be having a live uh, deliverance conference on Friday night, so I'll be playing a, a recording Friday, but then the following week we'll start having Pastor Michael on live. You're going to love this program tonight. Now, I want to uh, make a couple of announcements. Uh, remember, we do have a stereo stream going. It's pumping out broadcast quality stereo at 96K. All you've got to do is click on the link, which is in the uh, chat room right now, or uh, it's on my Facebook page, Omega Man Radio. Click on that, and you'll be listening to stereo quality sound. Or you can listen through the Block talk uh, player at 8-bit, your choice, If you want to do both the 96K and participate in the chat room at Blog Talk, just open up two windows. You're going to want to mute the Blog Talk player so you can hear the 96K, but then you'll be able to have your window for chat. I'd like to invite you to come out. I always see a lot of guests that don't sign up. Don't be bashful. Sign up for a free username and password. And uh, come and join the family. Uh, Shouts out to all our regulars out there. Let's see who we got tonight. We got Brother Louie. We got CP Gone. We got Incarta Warrior. We got Firebearer. We've got God's Dog. Uh, who else do we have? We got JoJo2012. K Dog. We got Lynn Madden. Uh, welcome to Omega Man Radio. We got Joe, NM4Cristo. Nathan Mullen, I believe, is a new listener. Welcome aboard. Tonja Eubanks, The Warrior. We got Trumpet of Pure Light. We got Victoria Kupel. And you know we've got a host of other people listening in live from around the world. My friends shouts out in Finland, Australia, the Netherlands, Sweden, Canada, United States. Now we're looking for some people to tune in uh, from the continent of Africa. I understand that uh, even this message is going into Africa. Praise God! Did I say Australia? Hello to Serge out there. Uh, so that's the deal got uh, some great, great programs lined up for you on Omega Man Radio. Tomorrow night, I'm going to be welcoming live to Omega Man Radio, Benjamin Baruch. Benjamin is going to be doing our Saturday night slot, and we're going to be bringing a special series here on Omega Man Radio every Saturday night. And uh, what we're going to be doing is uh, entitling it, Search the Scriptures with Benjamin and Omega Man. We're going to be covering some hardcore issues, tackling them. Tomorrow night, you're not going to miss. It may be the most earth-shattering broadcast we've done yet with Benjamin Brook. Now, got a lot of great response from the others. If you love those, you're going to love tomorrow night's. He's been preparing. He's getting ready to go on a 40-day fast, and he's heard from the Lord. You don't want to miss Tomorrow night's broadcast at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Next week we're going to have uh, a regular slotted guest, and then I'm going to be opening up Omega Man Radio 2. Double-decker shows nightly, the Lord willing. I'm already um, putting the finishing touches together on this plan. We're going to unleash programming on the airwaves. We're going to battle the host of hell. I want to call this year the year of demon slaughter. Okay? You know, the demons have done a lot to me over my life, and I'm sure they have to you. It's payback time in Jesus' name. Do I hear an amen out there from the warriors? All right. So, uh, without further ado, let's queue up tonight's first message called Executing God's Judgment Upon the Demons. This is uh, a message by Pastor. Michael Thier, Hegelist Church. I hope you enjoy it. And then we're going to be back in the second hour for some tracks from the Omega Man archives. Here we go.
3: it up has a real, it has a real specific meaning, it's a very beautiful word, you know the Greeks they have a word for everything, and in the Greek, in the New Testament the word honor means to beautify, it means splendor, it means magnificence, and what honor does is it brings out the attributes of Jesus Christ, because that's what these things are, Jesus Christ is beautiful, he is magnificent. He is wonderful. He deserves all honor and glory and praise, as the New Testament tells us. And so he, when he went, when he went home, back, back home to heaven to sit down at the right hand of the Father, he gave honor to his saints. And one of, one of these parts, one of these honors is to defeat Satan, the working of Satan's networks, the, the demonic networks, in our lives. We're going to talk about some of that today, but, you know, before we go into college, we always have to finish, you know, grade school and high school first, so it's always good to lay a foundation so that people fully understand where a message is coming from so that, you know, there's too much springboarding today. There's a lot of people, unfortunately, even in deliverance today, I call it word-faith deliverance. It's got to be something more. It's got to be something different. It's got to be something better, deeper bigger, out-preach somebody else, and that's what's happening in Word Faith, and we see that creeping into the deliverance ministry, and we must be on guard against that. Several guys here have talked uh, this workshop about so important, getting back to the basics of the ministry, binding and loosing. What a wealth of information we have in binding and loosing and breaking of curses and arrested development and, and just the basics, the fundamentals of what the ministry is all about, because there's no shortcuts with God. There's no shortcuts to holiness. There's no shortcuts to heaven. God laid down a principle. He laid down a rule of what we are to do to get evil spirits out, not praising them out, not worshiping them out, not, not anything other than casting them out. He left other remedies for other things. So we always have to follow the plan, and God has a plan for our lives. He's laid down in his word specifics, that he wants us to embrace in our lives to get, to get to goal Z over here. You know, we have to go A, B, C, D. We can't miss any part of the alphabet. We must follow those steps in order. If not, we find that we start to get off the mark. You know, that, that's what sin is called, missing the mark. We just veer off that line. Notice it's a very narrow book. A lot of books in the world today. If you were to put all the books of the world together, who knows how far, who knows how many miles they would stretch out. But the book that we have to live our lives is a very narrow book. And so let's find out what some of these things are of the foundation we have to lay so that we can learn how to execute God's judgment, not our judgment, not, not all, all what we want to do to the enemy, even though that is part of it. Do you know that God says that we can have our desires upon our enemy? Psalm 59 tells us that. Several other psalms tell us that. But it's actually the judgment that God has put in his word when we're praying for people on the floor or if you're sitting in the pew, we can execute these judgments upon the demonic networks. Now, again, remember, we can't see our enemy. We can't hear him. We can't smell him. We can't taste him. And we can't feel him. So we have to rely on God's word alone because this book is truth. This is Jesus Christ on paper. Amen? And this is the only thing that we have to go on in our lives. No, none of this other new fangle dangle stuff that's going on trying to up. Trying to You know, people's pride, they get pumped up. You know, well, I'm going to show you. All we have is God's word. So let's dig into that. Let's turn to 2 Timothy first off. 2 Timothy to start to lay the foundation here for destroying these demonic networks in our lives. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, very popular verse. We all know it. But it's always good to review some of these things. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All Scripture. All Scripture. Old Testament. New Testament. All Scripture is given by what? Inspiration of God. And it's profitable for what? For doctrine. This is the thing that many people are throwing out the door today. They're throwing out the window. Doctrine. This is doctrine, by the way. That's what the word doctrine means. This is all doctrine right here. And this is what we have to have in our lives. It's it's given by inspiration of God, and it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof. You know what that word reproof means? For conviction. Don't we get convicted when we read God's Word? You know, I don't get this, man, you're great, Mike. You know, when I read God's Word, I don't get this, man, I'm going to take you to all these great places. I don't get that. I get change. I get listen. I get obey. I get leave that alone. I, you know, I don't get this great, glorious stuff that a lot of other people get. I get conviction in my life when I read God's Word, and I love that. I love truth. Even though truth cuts both ways, I love truth because truth is good for all of us. And without God's truth in our lives, we'll never go anywhere either. But we see it's good for reproof. It's good for correction. That means to make right again. Don't we want to have our lives right with the Lord? So we see that we have to have doctrine. All Scripture is given for what? It, by inspiration of God is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. In other words, to have righteousness in our lives. And what is righteousness? Righteousness is the embodiment of Jesus Christ. To have Jesus Christ operating out of our lives, we have to be instructed in righteousness. And the only way to be instructed in righteousness is to have our doctrine straight through the scriptures. So we see that it's for instruction in righteousness. Why? so that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. That word perfect means to be perfectly qualified. In other words, if we really want to be those individual men and women of God, we have to be qualified to do that. We have to take tests. Do you know that? Do you know that we have to take tests? God wants to bless us with many things in our life, but we have to be tested first to see if he can entrust us with these things. Scripture tells us that he tests us in many different ways in our life, and when we pass these tests, God then promotes us on to another grade. And when we fail these tests, he's a very gentle and a very graceful father who picks us back up again, dusts us off, and lets us start over again. No condemnation, no, you failed, you're wrong, get out of here. He picks us back up again, and he, and he starts over. But we see we have tests that we have to go through. We have to learn doctrine. We have to learn Scripture. Amen? Scripture is what good Christians are made out of. Okay, let's turn to Ephesians 3, please. This is God's plan for man. You ever wonder what God's plan is for us? God has a tremendous plan. It comes from a Greek, Greek word called sozo. This is for every single man, woman, and boy on the face of the earth today from time's past to, times to time in the future until Jesus Christ comes back, God's plan for man comes from a Greek word, sozo, which we get our word salvation from. It means salvation for the lost. It means healing for God's people and deliverance for God's people. It's an open, it's an open table for everybody. Unfortunately, many will not partake of this table, but God has spread this table wide for everybody on earth today. We have, we have salvation for the lost. And then after we get saved, we have healing and deliverance. This is the full gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ's ministry of deliverance took up a third of the gospel. Where is it today in the church? Where is the cast out of evil spirits? As, as Jay Peterson said in his message, you don't have to, or up here at the... Uh, um, at the questions and answers, you don't have to go far into Mark until you just fall into the deliverance ministry. But where is this today? Jesus Christ is bringing back his power and his glory back to the church today through the deliverance ministry. And deliverance is not, deliverance is not the whole ball of wax. But what deliverance will do is something that nothing else will do. And everybody else is trying to get the problems out of their lives through many different worldly ways. And what does Scripture say about earthly wisdom? It's not from above, but it's from here. It's sensual, it's it's um, devilish, and three things. But it's sensual. It's what? Yes, it's earthly, sensual, and demonic. It's devilish. That's the wisdom that comes from the earth. This is the only kind of wisdom that we're going to be able to use to get God's God's people free and to get the freedom that we're to have in our lives. So this is God's plan for man, sozo, salvation for all. Even after the Christian is saved and born again, it still means he's to be healed and delivered through God's word. So Paul writes out, writes in uh, chapter 3, For this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if you've heard of the dispensation of grace of God which was given unto me to you, how that by revelation he, Jesus Christ, made known unto me the mystery As I wrote aforetime in a few words, verse 4, whereby when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Jesus Christ. The mystery that was written aforetime was nothing more than Jesus Christ that was going to come forth in this new dispensation of grace that we know as the New Testament, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of man, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit that the Gentiles also should be fellow heirs. This is one of the promises. This is one of the greatest things that was, it was laid down in Old Testament law or Old Testament rule that the Gentiles would one day come, come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, that the grace of God through Jesus Christ would come to the Gentiles, and they should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Paul says, Wherefore, I was made a minister according to the gift of grace. Father, we ask that you would give everybody here right now that gift of grace in their lives. And it's given unto Paul by the effectual working of God's power, not by anything he did, not by anything he put on, not by anything he read. It was given as a sovereign move of God. And we can ask God to move sovereignly in our lives to have this type of grace. Because once we understand the grace principle, nobody will ever be able to knock us off that foundation. That's the foundation of Christianity is grace. Paul says unto me, who am less than least of all the saints, is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ? We will never be able to pull out all the glory, all the honor, all the magnificence, all the splendor of Jesus Christ out of this book. It's unsearchable. God left us enough here because if we had any more. If we could memorize and, and not only up here in our head but in our heart the whole book, we'd die. We'd probably just die of glory, desiring to, to fall at the Savior's feet and serve him and worship him. Amen? Verse 9, here we go. Now we're click, 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 up that roller coaster. Okay, now we can, we're almost to the top here and to make all men see. That word see means not only to see with our eyes or with our mind, but to see with our understanding, that we not only know up here Jesus Christ, but we know and understand him in our hearts. And to make all men see what is the fellowship, the communion of the mystery, that's Jesus Christ being brought forth out, which from the beginning of the world has been hid in God who created all things by Jesus Christ. Paul is really laying this foundation. You know, the book, the book of, uh, of Ephesians, what the, what the main theme of the book is, is to bring out the glory and the splendor of Jesus Christ in his fullness. What a beautiful book we have been left with. It says that all these things were by Jesus Christ. Now, what is the purpose of mind here? Paul now writes, he says, to the intent... This is the intention. This was God's intention for man to learn. This is, this is actually one of many intentions. But Paul writes to the intent that now, not tomorrow, not yesterday, but right now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places. What's he talking about, principalities and powers in heavenly places? He's talking about demonic networks, strongholds that are in the heavenly over ourselves, over our churches, our families, our businesses, our lives. Everywhere we go, cities and towns, and I know there's a lot of people that say that this stuff isn't true, but you start praying, you start pulling down these strongholds, and you start seeing changes. Not, not, to, not to rebuke Satan to the, to the north and the south and the east and the west. Baloney on that stuff. As we get down into the trenches and start digging these things out, we're going to see the changes around us in our own families. Let's start with ourselves. We'll start seeing the changes in our own families as we start pulling down these principalities and powers that are around us. But this is the intention, this is the purpose of mind that now, unto the demons, unto the demonic network, unto Satan and all his hosts and his kingdom, that it would be made known by the church. Every single one of us here is the church. We are the ecclesia, the called out one. This is the church building. So right now, the intention, the purpose of mind that God has right now for Satan and his kingdom is that the church Would be made known the manifold wisdom of God which comes forth through Jesus Christ being laid down in the earlier verses according to the eternal purpose. Jesus Christ eternally purposed this from the very beginning that the church would make known in the heavenlies under Satan's kingdom what? What, what does, what does Jesus Christ want us to make? He says, he says in verse 11 or in verse 12 that we have boldness and we have access with confidence where? not just in Jesus Christ, but in these heavenly places. Paul says that we're not wrestling against the flesh and blood, so if we're not wrestling against one another, we're supposed to be up there with our prayers with boldness and confidence by the faith that Jesus Christ has given us that we can now attack these things and pull them down. And we can pull that out. Mark 16, uh, uh, Matthew 12, uh, Luke 11 shows us and teaches us about spoiling the straw man, about dividing his goods about taking his spoils back. Uh, we can do all these things, but only in the heavenlies. We're not going to do these things through guns. We're not going to do these things through bombs. We're not going to do these things through sabotage um, of a government system. We're going to be able to dynamite Satan's network by putting our prayers into the heavenlies, because this is an honor that Jesus Christ has given us. He said that we can have boldness. This was an eternal purpose that God had made for the end times, which started when Jesus Christ went home, when he went back to his father 2,000 years ago, that's when the end times started. We just happen now to be in the end of the end times. But this was the fellowship, the communion, the intent, the purpose of mind that we would make that we have this access. What an honor, what a glory we have, what a magnificent thing that Jesus Christ left us that now we have this authority which nobody had in times past. We now have access to the heavenly places, boldness, through Jesus Christ, by faith in him, to do what? To pull those buggers down, to start getting them out of our lives. Remember, we can't see them. You know, the scriptures talk about heavenly things a lot. They talk about, the, the book of Psalms talks about a lot of things that we can't see with our, they're talking about spiritual things. And as Paul says, we must compare spiritual things with spiritual. We must, we must compare carnal things with carnal because when you start putting when you start comparing carnal with spiritual, it doesn't work. When you put psychology onto one of onto a onto a sin problem, it's never gonna work. It needs to be first John one nine. It has to be God's word. It's the only remedy for God for the problems that man has today. I don't care if you're unsaved or you're a born again believer. This is the only answer that God left for the world. And you know what the world is? It's a world system. It is Satan's system. When, Je- when Satan took Jesus on the, up to the pinnacle of the temple, he showed him all the kingdoms of the world in, in, in a moment of time, all the kingdoms of the world, everything that Satan was going to do, everything, everything that his, his kingdom embraces psychology, it embraces the educational system, it embraces the medical field, everything that we see around us is part of Satan's kingdom. And we have an honor. We have boldness and access into the, into the second heaven, into these principalities and powers to attack them. And the scripture gives us a lot of authority in where to do this. And we're going to get into some of this authority. So we see that we have, this is something that every believer is told to do. You know, we don't have just access to sit and listen to a message. We just don't have access to, 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 to listen to somebody on a radio. We have access to pull down those enemies of God, those enemies that are trying to destroy us. And our children, this is an honor that Jesus Christ left us, amen? So let's find out more about this honor. Let's turn to Psalm 149, end of the book, Psalm 149. You know, we know, as we talked earlier, that all Scripture was given by what? Inspiration of God. Why? So that we can learn, so that we can know. You know, in Old Testament days, God's enemies were flesh and blood. They still are today. But for the children of God, they were flesh and blood. And so God left us the Old Testament for several reasons. Number one, to show his attributes. You know, we see Jesus Christ in his fullness being brought out through the New Testament. But in the Old Testament, we see, we see, you want to know who God is? Read the Old Testament. He's a God of war. He's a God of righteousness, of holiness, of truth, and he doesn't put up with anything. He didn't put up with it in the Old Testament, and he doesn't put up with the New Testament. But you see, the enemy has changed a little bit. The enemy now, we're told by Paul, isn't the flesh and blood, it's what? It's the principalities and powers who we have access to. We now have this boldness and access through Jesus Christ to these principalities and powers. God left us the Old Testament so that we can learn from it, so we can understand what his plan is, how he operates. And the book of Psalms is a book of warfare. It's. it's, You know, when you start to pray in deliverance and you use Psalms, I know, I know, Pastor Harder, he's really, he really uses the Psalms a lot um, um, in praying for people in deliverance. And and as we start to incorporate this a lot in our lives, he's given several messages on it. One, one very good message is called "Hand to Hand Combat." You know, as we start to pray God's Word against these demonic networks in our lives, we're going to see results because this is what God left us. Not, not some fancy-dancy thing that man can come, can come up with. Jesus Christ is not interested in what we come up with. He's interest, uh, interested in us following what he laid down in his book, the book of rules. And these are some of the rules. Now, Psalm 149, we have an honor here to, to starting in verse 4, for the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify. That word beautify comes from the, comes from the word honor. He will beautify the meek with salvation or victory. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. In Old Testament times, the two-edged sword destroyed God's enemies. You can find that in Deuteronomy 32, 42. It was The sword was always used to devour God's enemies. Now we we, in the New Testament economy, have that same two-edged sword in Hebrews four twelve. That that cuts apart everything and gets to the root of the problem, amen. And what is the two-edged sword that we have? God's word. Stuff that wasn't available to people of old. We have the whole kit and caboodle. We got the whole plan in front of us. And, and if we'll just listen, if we'll just learn, and not get big-headed, and not think that, and not fall into presumptuous sin, like God needs us. But if we'll just do. What he tells us to do in his word, we'll see many things in our lives start changing. We'll see many things in other people's lives start to change by applying God's word to the problem, just like laying the ax to the root. We can, we can stand at a tree and trim it all day long. The more you trim that tree, the more it's going to grow. You get the ax to the root. This is the ax that will get to the root of all the problems to mankind today. So we see that we're to have this two-edged sword in our hands to do what? to execute vengeance or retaliation upon the heathen and punishments upon the people. In other words, those things now today have been transferred over into a spiritual realm. So we have authority now to execute vengeance upon the heathen, upon the pagan nations. And what are the pagan nations? They're nothing but demonic strongholds. That's All a pagan nation is, is is a demonic stronghold. And right now they're set up in the heavenlies. They're not Chicago or Los Angeles or New York, or, or wherever you might be from, they're set up in the heavenlies over these cities. It's not the city that's the problem, it's the demonic problem in the heavenlies over the cities, over the people, over the schools, over the education system. Read about what they're doing in education today uh, with uh, House Bill 6. You know, it's just it, it's the outcome-based garbage, you know, about how you feel about things. Well, who cares how we feel about things? What is truth? See, when, you, when it comes to feeling, it, Somebody's truth could be over here, and somebody else's truth could be over here. The truth is right here. Truth will always be. Yesterday, today, and forever. It doesn't matter how we feel about things. It matters what truth is. Amen? So we see in verse 8, we can bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron. And we have used this very effectively in the deliverance ministry to bind the principalities and powers, to bind evil spirits with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron. This is one of the tools that we use and can use and will continue to use in the deliverance ministry to bind up demonic networks. Let's just put our prayers into the heavenlies and start binding these things over our lives or in our lives. We can do it on a one-to-one basis also with each other. But this is one of the things to do. We can execute this vengeance. In verse 9 it says to execute upon them the judgments written. What are some of these judgments written? We have the access. We have access into the heavenlies. That's one of the judgments that God is using to destroy the demonic network. We have this honor. This honor is a, um, it's the judgment written. This honor has all his saints, not some of his saints, not a few of his saints. This honor is for all the saints, for all the believers to execute judgment upon demonic networks. Amen? So let's turn to Jeremiah 22 now. Let's turn to Jeremiah 22. In verse 1, this is Jeremiah, he's he's executing judgment. He's executing a prophecy upon a wicked nation where he says, Thus saith the Lord, go down to the house of the king of Judah and speak there this word, and say, Hear the word of the Lord, O king of Judah, that sitteth upon the throne of David. Thou and thy servants and thy people that enter thy gate, everybody is to hear this. Thus saith the Lord, execute ye judgment and righteousness, and deliver the spoils out of the hand of the oppressor. That's the job of the born-again believer today, is to execute judgments upon demonic networks, and deliver those that have been spoiled by Satan. Satan is called the spoiler. It says and to deliver the spoiled out of the hand of the oppressor. So, Father, right now, we ask that you would deliver every one of your people here today out of the hand of the of the oppressor, Father, that you would turn those spoils back upon the demon's head. Okay, now let's go to war. Now let's go to war. Psalm 35. We need to execute judgment. How do we execute judgment? Truth. That's how we execute judgment. Judgment is truth. We execute what God lays down in His Word, we apply it to our problem, and we see a change. You know, I've, I've joked before. And it's not a joke about praying for my wife. When I neglect to pray for my wife, things don't change. Not that there's a
4: problem. <laughs>
3: my wife's sitting back there. But you guys know what I'm talking about, and you ladies know. If we don't pray for our spouses, when I start praying for my wife, and they're at, you know, it's, things work. All of a sudden, you know, the, the road's the, the real smooth. Why don't I learn? If we'll just apply God's word to the problem, God, his, he says his word won't return unto him void. If we'll just apply it to the problem. Psalm, not Job, Psalm 35. Let's go to war here. It's time to war. David writes, Plead my cause, O Lord, contend my cause, O Lord, with them that strive or contend with me. Fight against them that fight against me. Father, help fight against this enemy that's in our lives. Take hold of shield and buffer and stand up for my help, Lord. Draw out also the spear and stop the way against them that persecute me. Father, we ask right now that you would, that you would help us to draw out the spear to attack our enemies in Jesus Christ's name. And say, that, by the way, that word say in verse 3, it says, Draw out also the spear and stop the way against them that persecute me. Let's cancel the spirit that comes from the enemy. It says, say unto my, unto my soul. That word say is a major word. It doesn't mean just speak. It means with everything that we have in us to do this. Not just to speak it. Not just, you know, talk is cheap. To actually do what you, what you're actually saying. Say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. I'm your help. I'm your deliverer. Let them, let the enemy be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul, my mind, my will, my emotions. You know, Jesus Christ in the New Testament says that he's the bishop and he's the shepherd of our souls. he wants to anchor our souls, as the song says, in the cleft of the rock. Why? Because our souls have a thirst after God. uh, I think that's Psalm 34. But our souls... Thirst after God. Our mind, our will, and our emotions have this thirst after God. And that's why Satan attacks our souls. It's been brought out during the conference about um, uh, abstaining from fleshly lust, and war against the soul. This is where the war is. I'm the believer. is with the soul. And it's being brought forth here in the Old Testament. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt. Father, in Jesus Christ's name, let them be confounded and put to shame in all of our lives. Let them be as chaff before the wind. you know what chaff is before the wind? See, this is how we can pray for one another in deliverance. As we're praying, trying to get demons out, let's pray these prayers. Let's pray these songs. Let them be as chaff before the wind. You see chaff? You throw it up, just fine, just nothing. Just throw it up and poof, it's gone. Let them be as chaff before the wind, and let the angel of the Lord chase them. Father, we ask that today, as we start to get delivered in our lives, that you'll have the angel of the Lord chase every single one of your enemies out of our bodies in Jesus Christ's name. Let their way be dark. You know that word dark means to be judged. Let's execute that judgment upon them. Let their way be dark and slippery, And, and let the angel of the Lord persecute them. Let their way be dark and slippery, and let the angel of the Lord persecute them. Instead of those those demonic angels persecuting us, let's have God's angels persecute them. Amen? For without cause have they hid from me their net in a pit, which without cause they have digged for my soul. Let destruction come upon them at unawares. Let's just pray these things as we're praying for people. Let the destruction return back under their head in Jesus Christ's name. And let his net that he has hid catch himself. Let the demons be trapped in their own pit. Let the demons stink in their own mess. Let's pray for that civil war on the inside when we're praying for people. Ask the Father to create a civil war amongst the demons so that they'll start throwing one another out. You know, that's worked in the past. Now, I'm not saying that's going to work every single time because... Because the Lord is the one who does the delivery. But these are just some of the tools and weapons that we can use. Amen? It says, let destruction come upon him as unawares, and let his net that he has hid catch himself in that very destruction. Let him fall. Let these demonic networks fall out of our lives. Okay, let's turn to Psalm 109. Let's close these things with shame. Amen? They've tried to close us us with shame for years. Now let's turn it back upon their own heads. Psalm 109, verse 29. Psalm 109. And in between Psalm 35 and 109, there's probably about 10 billion weapons that God has left us that we need to dig out and use in deliverance. Verse 29 of Psalm 109. Let mine adversaries be clothed with shame, and let them cover themselves with their own confusion as with a mantle. So we need to pray this. Let's pray it right now. Father, in Jesus Christ's name, let our enemy be clothed with shame, and let them cover themselves with their own confusion. You know, it's amazing how much the enemy tries to confuse us. Spin our minds. We pray a lot in deliverance. Father, spin the enemy's minds. It's amazing. They just sit there, and a lot of they get confused. See, because it says back there on the wall that God's not the author of confusion. Well, if we have confusion in our life and God's not the author of it, then who's the author of it? Satan is. Let's turn it back upon their head. Let's get it out of our life. Let's use God's word in our life, and we'll get this stuff taken care of. It's amazing when we're praying for people, have the Lord spin their minds, Have the Lord put the confusion that they've used, the torment and torture that they've put upon us, ask the Lord to put it upon them. Ah! No! Ah! They hate it. Why don't we do it more often? Amen? So let their confusion come back upon their own heads. Let's find out how to smash the heads of Leviathan. Psalm 74. Psalm 74, verses 13 and 14. This is a a psalm of Asaph. He says, Thou didst divide the sea by thy strength. Thou, Thou didst break the heads of the dragons in the water, thou breaketh the heads of Leviathan in pieces, and gaveth him to be meat to the people inhabiting the wilderness. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we ask that you would break the heads of all the dragons that may be trying to work in our lives right now in Jesus Christ's name. We ask also, Father, that you would smash and break the heads of Leviathan that may be also trying to work in our lives in Jesus Christ's name. Amen? Let's go on. More warfare here. Psalm 11. Let's put fire and snares and brimstone upon them. That's what they do upon us. Psalm 11, verse 6. Upon the wicked, let's pray and ask the Father, upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fire, brimstone, and a horrible tempest, and this shall be the portion of their cup. They try and ruin our lives there and there, and you know, they don't give up. You notice it's so easy for the deliverance worker to give up. I mean, after you battle for an hour, sometimes you're tired. You say, oh, man, let's bind this thing up and just go away. Don't ask me how I know that, okay? But, you know, if we just will persevere, and we've had many times just this last week, persevering, you know, you see it many times. If you just persevere a little bit longer, a lot of times you'll get the victory. If they can hold, if they cannot reveal themselves, if they don't manifest if they, I mean, they're like rabbits. They're like, you know, I, I was out one time, and I saw all these, all these um, rabbit tracks everywhere. They just went everywhere, and they ended up right next to a bush I was standing next to. And they didn't, you know, they didn't go out from that bush when they got in there. And I'm thinking, well, where? In the, and I'm looking at this bush. I don't see anything. So I get down a little bit closer. So oh, it almost gave me a heart attack. This rabbit jumps out. You know, it's the same thing the demons will do. They will do everything they can to hold their ground. That's their job. Our job is to cast them out in Jesus Christ's name. But they do their job very effectively because they have, they have nothing to lose. When they get cast out, they have to go where Jesus Christ sends them. So if they can stay in us, they'll, they'll have the victory, and they'll continue to destroy our lives. Um. So, Father, we just ask right now that you would rain snares and fires and brimstones and a horrible tempest upon every demonic spirit here and in the heavenlies right now in Jesus Christ's name. Okay, let's slay the giant. You know, we have a tremendous story in the scriptures about David and Goliath, but you know what that epic story is all about? It's good versus evil. It's God versus Satan. That's what the whole story is all about. Let's turn to just a a couple verses there. Because we're all very familiar with the story. First Samuel, first Samuel seventeen. Let's start in verse 48. First Samuel seventeen, verse 48. See, we know already that Goliath was a pretty tall guy. According to our pastor and what Pastor Williams told us in the past, but apparently on this sign, what is that? Yeah. See the word word up there? That's about how tall Goliath was. He's a big old guy. And his coat, his coat alone weighed 150 to 200 pounds. I mean, that's what he carried just for his coat. That wasn't any of his armament. In fact, his shield bearer, who knows how big that shield was, he didn't carry his own shield. He had somebody in front of him carry his shield bearer. Now, the spear, the spear the guy used was 15 to 20 pounds. Now, that's a spear. Uh, not a spear, the sword. That's a, a 15 or 20 pound sword. That's a big sword. This guy was a big dude. Just like Satan's demons are big. You know, if God were to show us the enemy in our lives, we'd probably run. As Dennis said, we'd probably dial 911.
4: Ah!
3: Goliath was a very big man. David was not a very big man at all. He was fair skinned. I mean, he was just, you know, I mean, David, he was just a boy. And this is, this is the epic story that we have in scriptures of good versus evil, of Satan fighting God and God getting the victory. Verse 48, it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew close, or drew nigh to David, that David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistines. Now, you wouldn't think that, that somebody would do this. I mean, here you are, some little guy, but see, David knew. David knew because he trusted God. He knew that he could get the victory, and he probably knew that if he died, it didn't matter because everything was in God's hands. So in verse 49, it says, And David put his hand in his bag, and he took then a stone, and he slang it. And he smote the Philistine in his forehead, and the stone sunk into his forehead, and he fell upon the face of the earth. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we ask, Father, right now, that you would have those, so- those same stones that David used sink deep into the forehead of the demonic networks and the demons that are working in our lives, Father, to kill and destroy them in Jesus Christ's name. And it says, so David prevailed. He won. It says he prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone. He had nothing. He didn't have hardly anything at all. He, he had, what, five rocks? He had five rocks and a sling. That's, that's all he had. And Goliath had this, he had an armor bearer. He had a coat that was almost 200 pounds. He had a sword that was that was 15 to 20 pounds. He was, you know, he was, what, nine feet six almost? Coming, coming, against, coming against David, and David had nothing. I mean, in reality, in, in, in the material, when you look at it from a material standpoint, David was, he was, Far outnumbered just like we are outnumbered in numbers but not in strength because we have the weapons that work. See, they have weapons that work too. It's obvious when you take a look at the church. You can see how Satan, Satan is magnifying, magnifying himself everywhere. I mean, things have gotten so bad. There is so much depression that is in the body of Christ today. that that Satan comes up with with this demonic movement of holy laughter because people have to feel good. Why? Because they're so tormented by the enemy in their lives, they don't know where to turn for help because nobody is doing deliverance. So they have to come up with some stupid book that they just wrote about how we can fall into holy laughter and feel good. Pooey on that stuff. These people go on the same defeated lives as when they came to church. It's because God's people are depressed. It's because God's people are oppressed. It's because God's people have a boatload of problems in their life. Now Satan's going to come and try and make them feel good. Well, the heck with feelings. What's the truth of the matter? They're going to get help in deliverance and deliverance and in deliverance only. That's why Satan fights the ministry so hard. That's why it's so you know you you, you recommend people you know workers you know what it, you know workers people that that are in other places it's hard it's tough I mean we we have a church here but a lot of times you're on your own and you know workers they drop off so fast we'll send people out somewhere because somebody wanted to be on the worker list and they don't do deliverance anymore they don't believe it anymore they found an easier way you know it's really tough it's it's hard to stick in deliverance sometimes. That's why we open up the church so we uh, to have membership so we can pray for people. That's why these workshops. These workshops are for everybody else. See, we have a church. It's not a big one, but you know, God's not in the big things. God's not in the sixty thousand promise keepers. I'm sorry, He's just not there. Psychology is, Satan is, and yeah, I, I'm not saying that, that. You know, it has nothing to do. It's not a judgment of people's salvation or, or intention. Okay, they're looking for help. They're looking for help, but they're looking to the world for help, and they're never going to find an answer in psychology. That's the basis of the movement. That's what the whole movement, the underlying, I'm not saying the splinter groups. I'm not saying everybody that's in Promise Keeper is in the psychology, but I'm saying the movement, the people who founded the movement, it's based on, on Freud and Jung and Maslow and, and all these other heretics that are roasting in hell. And do you think God's going to bless that thing? It's an emotional movement of ecumenicalism coming together, throwing away the doctrine and the differences so that we can all feel good, get along with one another, and be, be-, be-, be better men at home. You want to be better men at home? Love your wives as Christ loved the church. Ouch! That's not an easy thing to do sometimes. How did Jesus Christ love the church? He became a servant to it. What? Me become a servant to my wife? truly on that. You'll never have a marriage. See, love gives. And when the other person loves, it gives back. And it's this big, happy circle. But Satan has burdened us down with so many problems. We, we have this goddess movement out there. You know, all, all the women are grabbing for things they shouldn't be grabbing for. All the men are sitting back, doing nothing, being couch potatoes. And it's just, it's just this little snowflake that was at the top of the hill so that is now this humongous snowball. And Satan will fight us tooth and toenail in our marriage. But, you know, we have to stand by the stuff, don't we? We have to fight this enemy with everything we can. We can execute God's judgments upon demonic networks because this is an honor. This is a glory. This is a magnificent thing that God has put into our hands. And, you know, when we all get home, we're all going to be so ashamed for a little while. Remember, there's going to be some crying in heaven over all the things that we just blew, all the things that we just, just put it away and... and you know, when Jesus Christ shows us, he, he opens that table that was sitting right before us, and we think, where were we? Where in the world were we? I say that I say that when I watch some of Pastor Willie's videos. Where was I? I was here. Where was I, though? And I look back on this stuff, and I think, man, this is pretty good stuff. I'm ashamed almost. Okay. Um, so David, it sunk into his head. David prevailed with a sling and a stone. He didn't have much. We have the weapons. This little book, this very narrow book in the grand scheme of things, is everything that we'll need to defeat Satan in our lives. So it says, therefore, David ran in verse 51, and he stood upon the Philistine, and he took his sword, and the Philistine's sword. See, we need to turn the tide on the demon. We need to take what they're doing to us and put it back upon their heads. All the snares, all the brimstone, all the confusion, all the gnashing of teeth that they try and do to us, we need to put back on them. The weapons that they're using against us, we need to take them away, as it says in Luke 11 about spoiling strong men and taking his spoils, and then take those spoils back and then put them back upon the enemy, and we're going to see a lot more victory in our lives. It says he took the sword... And he drew it out of a sheet thereof, and he slew him, and he cut off his head. Father, we ask right now, in Jesus Christ's name, that you would cut off the head of every demon here, whether it's in us or around us right now, Father, with the sword of the Lord, with that two-edged sword, Father, in Jesus Christ's name. Amen? Let's find out about arrows. we got arrows that we can use against the enemy. Let's turn to 2 Samuel 22. 2 Samuel 22. Look at verse 14. It says, the Lord thundered from his heaven, and the Most High uttered his voice, and he sent arrows and scattered them. Father, we ask right now that you would send forth your arrows to scatter the enemy out of our lives in Jesus Christ's name. He sent lightning. Father, (coughs) Father, we ask that you send those lightning bolts, your spiritual lightning bolts, to destroy every demon inside of us right now in Jesus Christ's name. And he disconfited them. Huh? He what? He discomfited them? <laughs> I'm, I'm reading now, thinking, what in the world is that? He put to flight the enemy. He put to flight. That, that's what that word discomfited means. It means to put to flight. So, Father, we ask right now, we ask for the arrow to hit them, we ask for your holy lightning to hit them, Father, and we ask that you would make them fly in Jesus Christ's name. Let's look over at verse 34 now. Verse 34, the same chapter. It says he maketh my feet like hinds' feet. You ever see deer run? They are they are really they are really neat, interesting animals. They kind of bob. You know they don't they don't actually run or walk. They just they they bounce. They bounce. You know like tigers. You know they just they they just kind of bounce. And and just happened to see some see some deer running around out in Montana and. And I mean, it's just neat, you know. They're they're pretty majestic-looking animals. You know, you see them running up the. Uh, um, I call them mountains. They call them hills. I, I call them mountains. And um, and you know, they're just bounce, 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 and they're gone. It says it says that he will he maketh um, he maketh my feet our feet like hind feet and sets us upon a high place. He teaches our hands to war. Why does he want to teach our hands to war? Because we have an enemy that wants to destroy and kill us, wants to destroy and kill our children and everything that names the name of Jesus Christ. And as it's been brought out, if you're here for the first time in deliverance, you're a marked person. Don't be afraid. There's nothing to be afraid of. Just remember, the enemy knows that now you know how to defeat him. The one thing, the one thing, the one thing that Satan hates the most is to be exposed and the way you expose them is by using God's word to get them out. That's the one thing he knows. Listen, you think Satan's worried about these other books that are on the market about, about teaching spiritual warfare? I don't think he's cared about them at all. I don't think they bothered him one iota. That's okay. It's, you know, we've heard demons say, this is a pretty shocking thing. We've heard demons say, well, we don't care that the rotten got saved. We didn't like it, but we don't care. You know that? You know a lot of demons. They don't care if you get saved, as long as they still control you. Because you're of no harm to them. We're just all talk. That's what a lot of these deliverance books on the market are today. They're all talk, all show, no go. They don't teach. They don't teach how to get demons out. I guarantee you, all these guys in these, in these nice suits and, and you know all the expensive clothing and, and you know all the, all the great presentations. I, I, I bet these guys. Think, Bad grammar here, but they ain't never cast no demon out. They, they're not interested in—they're not interested in, get, in, in getting the demons out of people. They're interested in writing a book. See, they've captured the moment because now spiritual warfare is, a, is a, getting to be a popular thing amongst a good majority of the body of Christ. They're now going to—they're now going to capture that moment and write a book. Not about how to get the demons out, but how they can get some money in their pocket. And I'm not saying that you won't find truth in some of these books. Some of these books are very good. But how do you get the demons out? How do you, it's, it's one thing to expose them. Read the Bible. The Bible exposes them all over the place. We don't need another book exposing demons. We, we need material on how to get the demons out. Because if they say, we can try. you know, I can sit up here all day long and just sit and... Well, we can talk about demons and how they operate and what they do and where they came from and where their fate is and where they're going and, and what they did so many years ago and how they've worked here and worked there in government. And you know something? They don't care. What they, what they can't stand is when people learn how to get them out of people. That's the one thing that they'll fight more than anything else. So uh, in verse 35, he teaches my hands to war so that a bow of steel is broken by mine arm, all the strongholds that Satan has, and let me tell you, he's got plenty of them. He's had almost no opposition for, all, for what, 6,000 years, except when Jesus Christ walked the earth. This guy's had almost no opposition at all. But he make, it says that uh, he makes our hands to war so that a bow of steel is broken by my arms. By the little bit that we have through God's word, we can break those demonic strongholds, those strong things that Satan has in our lives. It says, Thou hast given me the shield of thy salvation, and thy gentleness has made me great. Thou hast enlarged my steps under me so that my feet did not slip. See, it's only God through Jesus Christ in our lives that's going to uphold us. It's nothing that we do. It's nothing that we say. It's not some cliche that we sit here and say, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leadeth me. That it does, it doesn't do anything. Okay? It doesn't do anything when we read it from here. It's when it comes from here. And only Jesus Christ is going to be, is going to be able to uphold us. And you know something? The Lord is under no obligation to do anything in our lives when we're rebellious to His Word. Now that doesn't mean that in His grace He won't bless us, He won't minister to us, He won't help us. But you know, we sit back and, and you know, we, we, we do those things that we're supposed to do. And I wish I could remember the verse, maybe Matthew 9, somewhere around there. Jesus said, well, you know, He's, you know, you, he was saying, you want a blessing for that? He's, he's, I think not. He's, you're just doing you doing. Congratulations, you won. You see, it's when we go beyond. It's when we go above and beyond the call of duty, and that's when we start praying for other people, not just for ourselves, but what do we do for other people? See, just like the two ladies that were ministering back there to one another, they were getting out of each other and putting their lives into somebody else, which is what the ministry of deliverance is all about. See, God's not going to bless us. For reading his, he'll bless us for reading his word, but I mean, we're not gonna, we're not gonna get anywhere just by doing those things we're supposed to do. We're gonna go to those, to those places that a lot of people have not been. A lot of the old time saints have been there. Some of these guys have written books out of the 1800s and early 1900s. They've been to some of these places with the Lord. But we'll go to places with the Lord that, that hardly anybody else has gone when we go above and beyond the call of duty when we go that extra mile when we sacrifice ourselves for somebody else then the lord will start leading us into those those truly deeper things not the deep things that a lot of people are talking about they've never been there and who knows what who knows what is beyond that wall for us today but as we put our lives into other people god will bless us truly for that you want happiness in your life pray for somebody you want joy you want joy? Don't go to an arcade and throw your money away. You want joy? Pray for somebody. Get your life into somebody else. See that person change. What joy it is to see when somebody else, when somebody else changes. Um, close up with, um, this is what, this, this is just a great thing. He says in verse 38, He says, I have pursued my enemy. I have destroyed them. I turned not again until I had consumed them. And that's what we need to do in our life. We need to, number one, we need to pursue our enemy. Not our enemy is pursuing us all day long. We need now to pursue our enemy. Instead of him chasing us all the time and us running, Ah, the devil's after me! The devil's after me! Let's stop! Let's stand! Let's withstand in that day. And having done all, to stand. Let's put on the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, our loins girt about with truth, our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace the sword of the Spirit, and the shield of faith. Let's stop and turn against the enemy and say, now it's your turn. Let's get those things out. He says, I, he says that I've pursued my enemy, and then I destroyed him. He not only chased him when he caught him, he didn't say, well, now I caught you. He says, I destroyed them I turned not again until I had consumed them, and I have consumed them, and I wounded them that they could not arise, yea they are fallen under my feet. And that's what our goal is. This is an honor that Jesus Christ has put to the New Testament saints. This is a glory, this is a magnificent thing that Jesus Christ has given us. Not to have presumptuous sin in our lives, not to think that, that not to run in where angels fear to tread. Because we need to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. You know, Jesus Christ, when he went into the wilderness, didn't just, didn't just hop into the wilderness. He was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Okay? No presumptuous sin there. Let's not get all high and mighty about a lot of the truths that God has given us. Let's just apply them in our lives. Let's be humble. Let's take that lower seat. It's hard. Don't ask me how I know that. I've I read it somewhere. It's hard. There's, nothing, there's hardly anything easy about the Scriptures when we apply them in our lives because we're going to get fought, especially the deliverance worker, because we got answers that work. Amen? For further information concerning Pastor Worley's deliverance materials or other speakers, please contact us at WRW Publications, P.O. Box, 9309, Highland, Indiana, 46322. Or check us out at our website at WRWPublications.com.
2: All right, Mega Man, I'm back with you tonight. This is a live program. Man, I hope you enjoyed that. That was an anointed word of God. That was Pastor Michael Thier, pastor of Hegwish Baptist Church, Highland, Indiana. And uh, the title of that sermon tonight was called, Executing God's Judgment
5: Upon Demons.
2: Now that was a pre-recorded broadcast. Uh, Pastor Michael uh, could not be with us tonight, but uh, he is going to start doing a program with us every Friday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We welcome him to the Mega Man Radio Lineup. And uh, we're looking forward to more anointed words like that. Praise God for Pastor Michael Thier and all of Hegwish. And um, we're going to be going now into the second hour, and I'm going to be pulling a select track from the Vault Archives. This comes courtesy of Pastor Charles Holtzhauser, who taped a interview with the Reverend Wynne Worley. Back sometime, I'm going to guess, uh, probably mid-80s. And uh, it's uh, never been heard by many people out there. It's very rare. We got it on a cassette. I converted it to MP3. And it's really great quality. You're going to be blessed by it. Now, we're going to be playing that. And then in the third hour, we're going to be opening up the telephone lines tonight. If you need prayer, you need deliverance, tonight you can kick your demons to the curb in Jesus' name. We're going to have Pastor John Franklin on the third hour, and we're going to be taking your phone calls. If you need prayer tonight, the number is 917-889-2745. Again, 917-889-2745. And uh, I'm going to be putting the link back up if uh, you would like to catch us in the stream. We've got a 96K super stereo sound. Um punching out this signal tonight. Click on that, or you can, of course, go back to the tried and true blog talk radio 8-bit browser. Now, for those of you who missed our first hour, you've got to listen to that sermon by Pastor Michael Thier, and it's going to be up in the MP3 archives tonight. So you can catch it that way. You can also download it off of iTunes. Well, let's uh, go ahead and crank up this next track. Again, this is... Going to be uh, Pastor Wynne Worley of Hegelist Church being interviewed by Charles Holtzhauser. His friends call him Chuck. Here we go. This is Pastor Holtzhauser speaking, and I trust that this tape cassette entitled Reverend Wynne Worley Interviewed will serve to edify the body of Christ, serve to increase the knowledge of that God's people need to have concerning the powers of darkness that the Lord has commissioned us
6: to come against.
2: The interview was taped at the studios of the Gospel Revival Church of God and has been prepared and distributed exclusively for you. It's my prayer now that this message will serve to bless your life. Hear now the interview between myself and Reverend Wynne Worley. Reverend Worley, so good of you to come and to be with us this morning on the broadcast. I wonder if you might come at this time and to
7: extend a word of greeting and a word of blessing to our listeners this morning. It's a real blessing and privilege to be here and to bring you greetings from the saints at the Hegwish Baptist Church in Highland, Indiana, just south of Hammond, and we have a continuing deliverance ministry, we have salvation, healing, and deliverance, and have had for some years now. And the Lord is blessing in a wonderful way, and we're glad to share it across the country to those who are willing to listen. Brother Willie, I
2: personally have read the three books that you have been, by the grace of God, able to get into the hands of the Christian community. I understand there is a fourth one on the way, but many of our listeners this morning have read these books, others that may have heard of them and have not gotten to them as yet. I wonder if you might spend a few moments commenting on the books, how they came to be, and how that you feel God is using them to bring to pass the power of the Holy Ghost in this aspect of the ministry of Jesus Christ, the ministry of deliverance.
7: Well, Battling the Host of Hell was the first book written. It was written in, um, it's been out the longest, of course, and it is the basic book and tells the story of how God threw a small Southern Baptist church into deliverance headlong and then later into the gifts of the Spirit and moved us into a tremendous uh, ministry that has spread out all over the country now. And then the, the supplement of that book is called Conquering the Host of Hell. And then the third book is called Demolishing the Host of Hell. And the fourth book that's getting ready to go to the printers now is called Annihilating the Host of Hell, The Battle Royal. And it's a continuing story of destruction of the enemy. Jesus was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. And this is exactly what we are doing and teaching other believers everywhere to do. And the books are good workbooks to help people to get into deliverance. Many people have gone into deliverance ministry by using the books as guides. And uh, we just praise the Lord for what he's doing. He's using the books and the tapes to do this.
2: Brother Rudy, we have featured here at the Gospel Revival Church of God the three books that already are in print, and of course, we'll be expecting to receive a shipment of the fourth book as soon as it is uh, been produced. But I wonder, for the benefit of our listeners this morning, could you give to them the address that they might write to
7: to acquire these books and these tapes for themselves? Yes, if they want to contact us directly, they can write to uh, just HBC. Just initials HVC, uh, box 626, Lansing, Illinois, 60438. That's box 626, Lansing, Illinois, 60438. And we have books, tapes, and tracks on deliverance. We have about 46 or 47 tracks on deliverance that have been extracted from the books. And these two have been used across the country. We have tapes that are. When people listen to them, they receive deliverance in their living room, in their cars, wherever they're listening, and the demons begin to manifest and come out of them. And uh, this is something we didn't anticipate when we made the tapes, but they are being used of the Lord in this way, and we just praise the Lord for it.
2: Reverend Willie, I want to ask you uh, this morning a question that I believe is on the hearts and minds of many of our listeners a question of terms. We hear the terms vexed, we hear the terms oppressed, we hear the terms possessed. We hear the terms demonized. I wonder if you might comment on those four terms, perhaps to find them for us, if you would, and give a word of explanation to help to edify the members of the body of Christ who are listening in right now.
7: Well, the confusion has come over the English translation. There is no confusion in the Greek. If you go back to the Greek New Testament, you will find that there are only a few expressions used concerning demons. One says to be demoned, to be demonized, and to be demoned, and or to have a demon. Now, those three expressions, to be demoned, to be demonized, or to have a demon, are the only ones used, and they are translated in our English translation as possessed, vexed, to have a demon, or in this this manner. Now, the thing that usually causes so much problem is possession. If you talk with people about having a demon, they immediately say, you think I'm possessed, and they become all upset, when actually it's very unlikely that they're possessed because uh, possession is a term that's much more inclusive than the original language indicated at all. For instance, if I had a house and I said I have possession of the house, you would understand that I meant that I could go into every room, every closet, into the basement, into every cupboard, into the attic. I would have free access to every part of that house if I had possession. On the other hand, if I I said to you, I have possession of the closet under the stairway, then you would understand me to have relative freedom within that closet. But in other parts of the house, I would be either restricted or it would be strictly off limits to me. The demons operate in highly specialized areas of the life. And so possession is not the best term. As a matter of fact, for a believer, since his spirit is sealed by the Holy Spirit, it's impossible for him to be possessed. Thank you very much. In the in the sixth chapter of the book that the Apostle Paul
2: wrote to the church at Ephesus, he makes this statement, We wrestle not against flesh and blood, or our conflict is not with man, but... With principalities, with powers, with the rulers of darkness of this world, with wicked spirits in high places. Now, it seems to me, Reverend Roy, this morning that there are listed four specific categories of demonic power or demonic influence. I wonder if you might comment on those four categories and perhaps share with us some of the experiences that you have had in dealing with members of those various categories.
7: Well, there definitely are ranks of angelic uh, persons that were cast out of heaven with Lucifer, and the highest ranking ones seem to be those in the rank of principality. And as you mentioned in, in Ephesians, Paul mentions principalities and powers. In other places it's also mentioned thrones, dominions, world rulers, kings and princes are also mentioned. And these are all angelic ranks, uh... I think I've talked with representatives of most of these segments and they do have varying ranks of power the principalities usually are the ancient ones it comes from a word that we get our word archaeology or archaic from meaning the ancient ones and they uh, seemingly have the most power they have delegated authority from Lucifer in luke ten nineteen, it says behold i give you power the word is authority or power delegated authority over all the power of the delegated authority of the enemy and the principalities have their authority delegated from lucifer and then uh, the powers thrones dominions world rulers kings and princes are likewise involved in the uh... superstructure And the demonic hierarchy is highly stratified, and as you move into battle with them, you learn that some are stronger than others, some have more authority, and it depends on their degree of power and authority how much power it takes to blast them loose. But the name of Jesus is sufficient. But you must be persistent, and in all cases they must yield to the name of Jesus, although they will resist this savagely. A defeated army can put up quite a scrap if they decide to go all out in fighting. And you have to remember that the enemy must report to Satan and report their failure. And this accounts for their savage resistance to being put to flight by believers armed with the name and the authority of Jesus Christ.
2: Brother Willie, our time for this morning's broadcast is rapidly winding down. We've got about two and a half minutes to go. I wonder if before we leave this morning, first of all, would you come and be back with us again on tomorrow's broadcast? I'd be happy to. Look forward to that then. But before we leave the end today, in the closing minutes of the broadcast, I believe in my spirit there are persons looking in that recognize, by the grace of God, their very own need for the power of the Holy Ghost in their life to minister Bible deliverance. And I would like to ask you to come, sir, one more time and pray a prayer. The Bible says when you pray by faith, believing all things are possible. For those precious listeners looking in right now that know that they need Bible deliverance, would you pray that God minister this power to them right here over
7: the air? Father in heaven, we come and we ask on behalf of those of your children who realize that they are under the power and influence from time to time of Forces that are twisting and hindering their their work for you, their growth; those that are producing uh, compulsive behavior within them. We bind those wicked spirits, Satan. We rebuke you from the authority of the third heaven, high above Satan, high above principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, world rulers, kings, and princes. I bind your power over those who are listening, whose hearts are open to the Lord and who have a deep desire to be free, we bind your wicked spirits and command you to loose the people and let them go in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Satan, we come against the inherited curses that are upon the people, and particularly against the curse of Leviathan. I break the curse of Leviathan over the people who are listening. And if it's in the family, I break it even back to ten generations on both sides of the family. Destroy every legal hold, every legal ground. And Leviathan, you are bound. You come out of the people now in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Brother Wally, so good of
2: you to come back and to be with us again this morning on the broadcast. And I should like, sir, to pick up the interview where we left off yesterday. We had touched lightly on the subject of body, spirit, And mind. And uh, this morning, for the benefit of our listeners, I wonder if you might enlarge upon these terms and perhaps you can give us some insight into how
7: demon powers operate in these areas of the human being. One of the problems that people have concerning deliverance is that. Uh, they have difficulty believing that if you have a wet
0: cough caused by mucus <laughs> you'll win it up in a <laughs> no un- better or
3: an irritating dry cough
7: scriptures. no scripture says that a Christian cannot have a demon in the first place uh, those that quote the scriptures uh, glibly and say that the Holy Spirit can't coexist and so forth are merely twisting scriptures because it simply doesn't say it and as a matter of fact it isn't true many people are deceived by it but let me see if I can put it on a level that everyone could grasp it Uh, we as uh, human beings are three part beings body soul and spirit I think anyone who studies the scriptures to any degree at all would understand that to be a true statement we are body soul and spirit and we need to examine and think about what part of us is saved at the moment we receive Jesus Christ as our Savior. Now, I think most people would say, well, uh, you could say, is my body saved? Well, no, it's still having some problems. And the body, you see, is controlled by the soul. The soulish area is mind, will, and emotions. Our minds are certainly not saved. They are still having difficulty in being made over into the image of God's dear Son as we move into the Word of God, into spiritual gifts and exercises to prepare us to be what God wants us to be. But our minds have certainly not been made perfect yet. Our wills are not always set in the direction God wants us to go, for we still have difficulty to will correctly, even though we've been born again. Our emotions have not been made over yet completely, for in the emotions emotional area we do not always react correctly emotionally to every situation that we meet. So that leaves only our spirit which has been is the area that has definitely been saved. Now the spirit of man is where God is operating. The scripture in the New Testament we are told that the Holy Spirit himself is the seal of our inheritance. And he himself constitutes the earnest or the legal down payment to guarantee God will keep the purchasing agreement. And as we receive Christ, the Holy Spirit himself moves in to seal us against the day of redemption. Now, this is not only confirmed by Scripture, but the enemy himself has conceded on numerous occasions that he was unable to even so much as touch the spirit or the seal of the spirit and certainly could not do anything about it. Now the Spirit, we pray out of our spirit with a language that God gives us when we are baptized in the Spirit. And this is the pure language. Everyone who has experienced this, who is knowledgeable in the area of spiritual gifts, will concede that when you pray out of the Spirit, you are praying a perfect prayer. You are praying with an unction that is not the same and uh, as other areas of prayer. And so the spirit itself is where the sealing takes place. Now, if you understand that the demons are operating in the area of the soul, the mind, the will, the emotions, which control in turn the body, then you're on the way to understanding the concept of how the demons operate and why they're causing difficulty. Now, demons have uh, their tracks or are literally in our lives. You can spot them and spot their activity, for they, they drive, they harass, they torment, and they produce compulsive behavior. And this compulsive behavior will cause us to slow down, to stop or reverse in our spiritual growth and progress. And this is how you generally spot the working of a demon and know that there is one there. He is giving evidence of his presence. And then he must be ferreted out and rooted out in the name of Jesus. And God has made a remedy for this. People are not automatically delivered of spirits when they are saved. They think they are, but this is not a scriptural concept at all. The means for deliverance is certainly there, but it must be exercised. If you uh, are going to say that every person is delivered of every spirit the moment they get saved, then you must also, if you're going to follow the same logic and be consistent, you must say that every person in the world is saved. Jesus paid the price to buy the entire world, and the sins of the whole world are covered by his blood. But only those who accept and receive and take part in this uh, redemption are are saved. Likewise, those who have been saved, the provision has been made for their deliverance, but it must be procured and accepted, and received, and sought after, even a salvation. Brother Willie, the Bible says,
2: "My people perish for lack of knowledge." And uh, I wonder if you mind come, sir, and to explain to our listeners this morning some of the things that God's people need to beware of, some of the things that God's people need to refrain from to uh, ensure themselves as uh, a people that are, are are sanctified before God, people that are separated from the influences of these demonic powers and while you're gathering your thoughts on that question I should like to take the listeners with us right now into a live service they'll actually hear a demon spirit speaking I was casting out demon powers from a woman who claimed to be born again claimed to be saved by the power of God and yet demonic influence was still a very a vital a very significant aspect of her overall being I'd like the listeners to listen as these demon powers speak, and then when you come back to come and to explain to us what should we watch out
1: for? The earth, things under the earth. You are defeated, devil. You are, oh, you can spit and curse all you want, but you are defeated, and tonight you're coming out. You're coming out tonight. God brought you all the way here from Brooklyn to cast you out. You had no power to stop this woman from coming here. You had no power. You tried to stop her, but you couldn't stop her. Because God wanted her to be in this service tonight. And God's going to give us the victory over you. Hallelujah. Who do you think has her down and sick? That she can't walk. No. I know who. You do. Tonight I'm going to keep her there. Tonight's her She's night not for... gonna go to church anymore. I'm going to keep her. Devil, you are a liar. You are a liar. What is your name? Find out. You know it all. I'm talking to you, Satan. What is your name? I'm talking to you too. You know it all, Find now be yourself. You know it all. You know God's word said I have more power than you. <laughs> the help of God. <laughs> you know God has given me power over you, and tonight you're coming out. Tonight you're coming out. See who's stronger, me or you? You'll get tired. Uh, if I have to wrestle you till tomorrow morning, I'll be here, devil. Oh, <laughs> nah, you won't. <laughs> I'm going to cast you out and walk in dry places. You know what's in those dry places? You
2: can't even Pastor Holtz-Houser speaking. You are in tune to the Gospel Revival Hour. My very special guest with me this morning, Reverend Wynne Worley, the pastor of the Hedgewish Baptist Church. Brother Worley, what should the Christian be aware of? What things should they refrain from to better ensure
7: themselves against the powers of darkness? Well, one, of the, one of the areas that... Of course, we must refrain from, of course, sin. I would presume that would go without um, speaking to most Christians. You understand that habitual sin is one of the quickest ways to open the door for evil spirits to attack you in your body and in your mind, your soul, your soulish area. Now, other there are other things that you can do that are very foolish and hurtful, The occult is perhaps one of the worst areas that you can become involved in, and the occult area has been upgraded by the devil and has been given new names, and it's now called parapsychology. And so people are studying it in college and universities, and therefore they are uh, supposedly have made it nice and right, which is not true at all, because God has put the death penalty on every single form and practice of the occult. If you read the Bible, you will find that God universally disclaims the uh, abominations of the occult. Every occult practice carries the death penalty without exception. And if you dabble in it, you have come under a curse from God to the third and fourth generation. This is because when you reach out for supernatural power and knowledge through the occult, you are literally reaching out to other gods, and God has put a third and fourth generation curse on everyone who dares to do this. That means that when you played with the Ouija board, you were cursed, your children were cursed, your grandchildren were cursed, your great-grandchildren were cursed. That means that when you consulted the horoscopes and astrology charts, you were cursed, your children were cursed, your grandchildren were cursed, your great-grandchildren were cursed, and there you go, right on down the, right on down the list. And every area of the occult is this way. Any kind of witchcraft, karate, the martial arts, uh, the psychics, all kinds of psychic phenomena, spiritualism, all of these areas will open you wide open to many harmful and hurtful spirits that will have to be dislodged in Jesus' mighty name, for there is no other way to set you free except the mighty name of Jesus. Reverend Worley, so good of you to come and to be with us again
2: this morning. One of you might come once again and extend a word of greeting and blessing to our listeners. And then, sir, I'd like you to comment on a question that's oft times put to me. People come and they will say that in the scriptures, Jesus oft times rebuked demon spirits to speak. And yet we know from the ministry of deliverance, certainly from your own ministry, sir, that many times demon spirits are actually engaged in conversation. Will you comment on that, please, for us this morning?
7: Yes, this is a very common thing that people are imagining that Jesus forbade that you ever speak with demons at all. And they point out, well, Jesus forbade the demon to speak. But the thing they fail to do is to read the rest of the scripture. The next verse tells you why. It says that he forbade them to speak because they knew who he was. The thing that Jesus did was to refuse to allow the demons to let the world know prematurely that he was indeed the very Son of God. If you read the Gospel accounts carefully, you'll find that within a week to ten days after his deadly enemies knew that he indeed was claiming to be the Messiah, the very Son of God, They had him on a cross. And the demons began from the very first part of his ministry to proclaim who he was. The one in the synagogue stood up and said, We know who you are, thou son of David, thou son of God. And he forbade him to speak. And uh, this is the reason that Jesus told them not to speak, not because he was opposed to demon speaking, but because they were going to give away the fact that he was indeed the son of god and by doing this prematurely they would call precipitate his enemies attack on him before his ministry on earth was finished and this was the one and the only reason Now we were at war you wouldn't know it by most churches but we are at war uh... the bible is full of war god our god is a god of war in old and new testament we are told that. Uh, we are in a spiritual war. The entire Bible is a handbook of warfare on how to defeat the devil. Now Christians are to be the ones armed with the weapons of warfare that will defeat and destroy the works of the devil. And we are to be the ones who charge the enemy, attack him, and in warfare you capture enemy troops at times. And the thing you do with enemy troops you interrogate them you find out what they know it would be foolish to say well this enemy troop uh, these enemy troops we've captured uh, know a great deal about the enemy and the strategy and the weapons and so forth that he has but they would lie to us because they're enemies and they would seek to deceive us therefore we will not question them at all how foolish No army operates on that basis. Every army that has ever been will interrogate the army that they capture. The higher the rank of the officers, the more information they have that can be wrung from them and checked out and used against the enemy. And this is exactly what God purposes in this. You say, well, I'll just depend on the Lord. Well, the Lord will supply some things, but he also allows you to force information from the enemy. It's very humiliating for the enemy himself to give up information which he should not give up but can be pressured under spiritual pressure to give up and use this same, this same information to defeat him. Now this sort of thing was done over and over again and we have found it to be extremely successful. And people who shut off the demons and say we will not allow them to speak under any circumstances, we will not allow them to manifest, they also don't get the demons out. Reverend Worley, we have with us here in the studio
2: a tape, cast said a tape that was taped of you dealing with a person who was demonized. You were casting demon spirits out. In fact, the tape will serve to illustrate, I believe, that which you just explained. I'd like to invite our listeners to go with us by way of this tape into that service. And when we come back, would you be prepared, sir, to answer the question as to why it is that there is such opposition against the deliverance ministry among the ministers and the members of the charismatic movement. Right now, listen as you and I with Reverend Worldly are right there listening as demon spirits are cast out in the mighty name of Jesus Christ.
8: Here, here. Come out there. No here, come right out of here. I can't. This is, why not? Why not? Because. Why not? Why not? No one can't. Am I going to have to love you? Now? No. I break the curses that bind you into its very innermost being. No. Yes, yes, no. I cut those cords in Jesus' name. I cut all the ungodly soul ties that give you power. And binds you and feeds you in Jesus' name. I order them cut. Now I order civil war in the world. I order the demons to attack one another. Now, in Jesus' name, I want them to just be destroying each other. No. Put fear and suspicion no. in their minds against each other. Have them fall upon each other and destroy. Destroy. You're programmed to destroy, demon. Come on. You're programmed to destroy. Yes. yes destroy the leader first. So, no. Destroy the leader first, demons. Attack. Ha- Charge. 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 He's the enemy. Charge. 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 <laughs> Charge. 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 Throw him up. Charge. Throw him up. Throw him up. Turn up. Throw him up. Throw him More. 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 K- Charge. 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 Let's have civil war. Let's have civil war. <laughs> I order all-out civil war in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, come on. Move, move. Come on, all-out civil war. Attack! 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 Throw the little ones. The little ones. Throw him out. Throw him out, quick! let you go to the fire. Let's you go to the fire. Let's you go to the fire. Let's you go to the fire. Leave me alone. Cut that ruler really loose. Angel, come on, cut him loose. Cut him loose. Now attack! Attack! You're programmed to destroy. Of course. Now destroy the enemy. No way won't. Destroy each I other. Destroy. That's an order. That's an order. I gave you an order in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. From the power of the third heaven in Jesus' name. No, no so way you follow me and you come back. You've got work to do in your office. Go away. Hate you. Oh wait, I you. I'm comforting you. you. Leave me alone. I don't need your comfort. <laughs> Why don't you see? Why do you have to go to anyone? You're always going to be crying and going, sticking your big fat hands in the things that are your, not your concern. They are my concern. No, they're not. Yes, I have a commission. Don't, I don't care. <laughs> my commission has, has come from. It has a seal on no, it. You want no. to see it? We're going to destroy everything. Are you really? Yes, we are. We're working tooth and nail, Willie. You're right about that. Mm. Did you Did you notice what I said tonight? I don't care. You've got to stop finding those spirits. Don't How about no. loose things? No, leave them alone. We loose the spirits of God on you. He's the same now. You can't change anything. No, no, you can't change it. Will that answer stand in the judgment? Leave the, Will that answer leave the, judgment? the heaven. Leave alone. The leave them alone. Leave them alone. <laughs> Leave them alone. Uh-huh.
2: That is our realm. Is well, praise the know? Lord. That may be their realm now, but God is raising up an army to come against them in the mighty name of Jesus to bring down the strongholds of Satan and to give the victory to the Church of a Living God. Reverend Worley, why is the Deliverance Ministry, in your opinion, met or met with such tremendous opposition from ministers and members of the Charismatic Movement?
7: Well, I think that the reason is because of a blind spot that the devil has managed to put on many men and women of God who are godly people and who love the Lord and love the Word, and yet they are not willing to concede the truth of the demonic. When I first got into this, I couldn't believe the intense opposition that was against this. You can have an evangelistic ministry and be fairly well-liked in the... Christian community you can have a healing ministry and most people will be glad that people are getting healed and uh, sicknesses are being taken care of but when you get into deliverance you have absolutely everybody against you and then I found the scriptures in the gospels in two accounts and one uh, gospel Jesus says if I by the finger of God and another he says if I by the spirit of God cast out devils then the kingdom of God is coming to you or are come among you And it began to become clear to me that the reason for the intense opposition of the devil to the deliverance ministry was the fact that in deliverance you have an open confrontation between Satan and his demons and the forces of God. And this confrontation is so public and so open that you see immediately the consternation and the defeat of the enemy, much to Satan's dismay. He does not want this. Therefore, he has marshaled all kinds of arguments, semantic arguments, theological arguments, uh, rational arguments, and every kind of thing you can imagine in the minds of sincere believers against deliverance. And it uh, is is not biblical uh, to oppose deliverance because Jesus ordered it. It constituted one-third of his ministry. How can you throw away one-third of Jesus' ministry and say it doesn't exist or it isn't for the people of God? It's the bread for the children. The bread of the children is deliverance. A Syrophoenician woman came and said that she wanted deliverance, and this is bread for the children. It is for today. Thank God he is setting the captives free. My very special guest with me again this morning on the broadcast,
2: evangelist, lecturer, pastor of the Headwish Baptist Church, Reverend Wynne Worley, and we're here again today to discuss the various aspects of the Bible ministry entitled Deliverance. Reverend Worley, so good of you to be back with us again this morning on the broadcast, and I wonder this morning if we could discuss the matter of Halloween. The occasion is coming up. I know that the school systems will be infiltrated with the Halloween material and data programming the children concerning Halloween. Could you come this morning, sir, and to answer the question, what should the Christian's viewpoint be towards
7: Halloween? Well, there's very little you can do to rescue something that's as evil as Halloween. Uh, It's amazing. This is another thing that the enemy has managed to brainwash us into accepting as believers and just thinking all of these little symbols and things are harmless and they are not. Any good encyclopedia will take you back and trace down all the antecedents of Halloween, tell you what it's all about the witches, the jack-o'-lanterns, all the trappings that go with Halloween have to do with the powers of darkness, and it is a high holiday for the forces of evil in our country and around the world. This Halloween, and it's every Halloween, there will be a lot of human sacrifices offered. Babies will be killed, murdered, on satanic altars across the country. This is a proven fact. This has been attested to again and again and uh, by those who come out of these hellish places, and for Christians to have any part in the celebration of this is really an abomination. Every Christian should back off from this thing, have nothing to do with it. Now, that's my considered opinion. If we uh, dabble with these things, we are likely to get into serious trouble, for God has declared this sort of thing to be an abomination, a vile thing, and we are not to have any part of it. We are to abhor them detest them and have nothing to do with them whatsoever. That's my opinion. Thank you so very much, Reverend Worley. We have a tape here with us this morning in
2: the broadcasting studio booth, and on the tape is a conversation that took place between you and a person who was demonized, a person that you were ministering to, and I thought that it might be of interest to our listeners this morning to... Play about three or four minutes of the clip so they can actually hear demon power speaking out of a human being. And when we come back from listening to the tape, I want you to consider the question, if you would, please, Reverend Roy, this morning, considering rock music. I've heard it said that rock music, for the most part, is satanic. And when we come back, I'm going to be asking you about that. Right now, let's go into that service where you are casting spirits out in the mighty name of Jesus.
8: No, no, we both not it. Will that answer stand the judgment? Legal, Will that answer stand legal legal the judgment? Leave the heaven, leave the room. Leave them room. Leave the heaven, leave room. room alone. <laughs> leave them alone. That is our realm. Is that... That's where we work. We're in the air. We yeah, belong that's there. That's why we're attacking them. No, you've got to yeah. stop it. You're <laughs> <laughs> why? 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 Because why? 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 Start. Why? why? No. Why? Yes. I'm preaching the truth, am I not? I don't care. You're, you're not supposed to know this. Oh, you find the truth of Lord. No, you don't. Leave me alone. You pe- you know, these people you know, are starting you know, to pray and find those things. Isn't that great? No, it's terrible. Yeah, it's hindering no, things, isn't it? it's stopping our program. I know. No, We're not, we're not terrible. Terrible stopping. We want to reverse no, it. we thought we had everything. Up. You did? Yes, of course. Just go to show you, you, don't know everything, do you? No. Oh, Look at me. We still have all the money. Look at yeah, me. You, well, we're going to transfer the got funds. we political for power, because you won't we're, have any we're money. Gonna, we're going to transfer it over to Oh, no. We're going to put in a transfer order. No, you won't. Yeah, we'll send no, no. the angels after it. Angels, go and bring the wealth oh,
6: no. that belongs
8: to us. No, so unrightfully no, taken no. away from God's people and no, bring it to us. No. Yeah. Jesus we text name. it all the way through mm-hmm. the IRS. We get it all. Well, You'll angels destroy and confuse the IRS. No, no. We lose legions upon legions. We're already attacking to... your people. You are? Yes, of course, Michael. There was one. And we're binding, though, aren't we? I don't care. It, it, it makes a difference, doesn't it? it is it true that you have to be ordered to attack us? No. Is it? Is it? I don't know. We, is it? Is I don't it, know, is it, is know. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is Ooh. it? Is oh, you perverts! You is it, is it? Shut up! Is it? Be quiet! Is it? Be quiet! Is it? Quiet. Is it. Is it? We have seen some. <laughs> <laughs> some. Some. Oh! It's only you bunch fools. Oh, but they're growing. Oh, they're not. What the books are helping. The books. The taste, the taste. Oh the the tape the tape. Oh what Annihilating is a good oh, book. Oh no, it. it's not out yet, it's not out. But I'm working on it. Ah, you we'll make it too, won't we? No, you're all wrong. They're not best sellers. What
2: do you care <laughs> <laughs> You read them. Praise the Lord. This is Brother Holtz You're in tune to the Gospel Revival Hour. My special guest with me this morning, nationally known man of God, pastor, lecturer, author, Reverend Winworthy. We are discussing the subject of Bible deliverance. Brother Worley, what about rock music? Is it satanic? Can you comment for us this morning?
7: Uh, Rock music is the first invasion from the East that has succeeded with tremendous power. The Beatles introduced it uh, and got it really going in this country. And rock music is a direct lift from the Eastern religions. The rock beat is used in Hinduism, it's used in Voodooism, it's used in devil worship services around the world. It's even used by Satan worshipers to get things set and for witchcraft covens to get their uh, members all set up and psyched up for their rights. And rock and roll music is one of the most deadly things. It assaults the very uh, being of the person. It was made to be felt. The lyrics are rather incidental the melody is inconsequential it's the beat that makes the difference and we have dealt with rock and roll spirits repeatedly across the country and every one of them testify to the fact that the beat is the important thing and of course this is filtered over into the christian era also and uh, actually if rock the rock beat is there the damage is done and it opens the mind for the attack of evil spirits. Now, some people are more susceptible than others, but if you go to a rock concert and see people under the influence of the spirits that are moving in a rock festival, and then you can go to some religious gatherings and they look very similar, there's something wrong, because rock is pure beat, and the music you see was designed with three parts, melody, harmony, and rhythm. Each one of those parts appeals to one one part of us, your body, soul, and spirit. And the part that, of music that appeals to the body is rhythm. And when rhythm is overemphasized, but when, when melody, harmony, and rhythm are in reasonable balance, the music has a very pleasing effect on us. But when one element is overemphasized, then the music becomes a little out of kilter. And, for example, when rhythm is overemphasized, the body begins to respond to it and move. And this is what you have in rock, which is pure beat. And it is used in demonic uh, syncopation to open the mind to the invasion of wicked spirits. It's very dangerous. Reverend Worley, you're
2: pastoring the Hegwish Baptist Church. You have lectured all over the nation. You are the author of several books. Battling the Hosts of Hell, Conquering the Hosts of Hell, Demolishing the Hosts of Hell. Of course, a fourth book is getting ready to be put into print. There are tracks, there are tapes available. And for the benefit of our listeners this morning, could you come and tell our folks where they can write to to acquire information on the ministry of the Hedgewish Baptist Church, where they can write
7: to to obtain some of these books and some of these tapes? Well, they can write to HBC, just the initials of the church, HBC, Box 626, Lansing, Illinois, six zero four thirty eight. 38 That's Box 626, Lansing, Illinois,
2: 604-38. 604-38 in Lansing, Illinois. If I may take just a moment, too, to make an announcement here at this point this very night, I will be ministering in Brooklyn, New York, the Upper Room Christian Fellowship, one service only, tonight at 7.30 p.m. The address is 2616 Cropsey Avenue in Brooklyn, New York, one service tonight only. And for all of my many friends in the Brooklyn area, why not come out and be with me tonight at 7.30 p.m., the Upper Room Christian Fellowship. All right, you've been listening to Mega Man Radio. That was hour two. In the first hour, we had a message from Pastor Michael Theer of Egoist Baptist Church. Fantastic word of the Lord! In hour two, uh, you've been listening to a interview between uh, Pastor Charles Houser, Charles Holtzhauser, excuse me, and Pastor Win Worley. Uh, I would call him the five star general in the deliverance of ministry. And uh, we're going to be going here in this third hour to open lines to take your call you need prayer tonight the number is nine one seven eight eight nine two seven four five that's right we've got open lines if you'd like to call in and ask a question about deliverance you need prayer you need a demon cast out in jesus name well i'm going to have pastor john franklin on with me and we're going to uh, take your calls and pray and in between um, calls uh... Pastor Franklin's also going to be doing some warfare prayer. So uh, we're going to bring him on right after this musical break. Uh, it's not too late to call your friends and family who have been tormented by evil spirits. Have them tune in. Let's get some deliverance tonight in Jesus' name. All right, uh, I'm going to play a song by Paul Lisney called Deliver Me Jesus. Here we go. Tonight's Friday. Glad to be here with you. Uh, and we're going to get Pastor John Franklin on the phone. He's holding down the fort at Hegelist Church right now as we
9: speak. Stand by.
2: Pastor John, how are you?
9: Fine, thanks, Shannon. Lord's blessings on you there.
2: God bless you. Uh, I know you've been busy this week, and uh, you've been preparing not only for uh, next Monday's sermon, but uh, you're going to be speaking at the Men's Deliverance Conference next weekend. Is that right?
9: Yes, Lord willing, on Friday afternoon.
2: Amen. Praise God. And, uh, folks, that's coming up uh, January 27th uh, next Thursday. It will run through Sunday, and I would encourage anybody within uh, driving distance of Highland, Indiana, to uh, mosey on up there and uh, participate. Uh, I'm going to be trying to um, be there myself. I'm going to be driving 700 miles, but it will be worth it. Again, uh, Men's Deliverance Conference at Haglis Church. You can go to HBCdelivers.org to uh, get more information on that. And um, I hope you all enjoyed the uh, first and second hour. We had Pastor Michael Thier and then Wynne uh, Worley being interviewed by Charles Holtzhauser. And now we've got to open lines in this hour, and uh, the phone number to dial in on is 917-889-2745, or we have a toll-free number, 877 806 uh, Pastor John, uh, tell the people out there uh, listening to you for the first time about your ministry.
9: Okay, well, uh, we just have a little small home fellowship in Eastern Ontario uh, called Church of Salvation Healing Deliverance or, or Cossad, and uh, you know we minister to uh, people who come, but uh, a lot of it's done by phone or by email by anybody who who needs help, and we come down here uh, as often as we can to to help here as well too.
2: And we want to thank uh, Pastor John and his wife, Brenda, for uh, the work that they've been doing, getting all the, uh, the original archives on cassette and VHS brought up to digital. I know that's uh, been quite a task to undertake, but uh, you all have made a lot of headway, and I know people are really enjoying being able to order in digital. And if you'd like to order any of Win Worley or the Hagelis Church uh, material, Include CDs, DVDs, the host of help books, www.publications.com. dot com. So uh, here's what we'll do: is we've got the lines open. If you need prayer tonight, call in. And in the meantime, um, Pastor John, would you like to do some warfare prayer?
9: Okay. Well, when we're basically going to be praying later on, Shannon, casting out demons. As you know, this is mainly for believers because deliverance is the children's bread, and the way we do it is. Um, Anybody who is feeling the moving of the Holy Spirit in their lives, we will give them an opportunity at the beginning to turn their life over to Jesus. This is very important. In fact, this is the most important thing a person can do because it has eternal consequences. See, everybody is born steeped in sin. And so by default, our destination is not heaven, but it's you know after the judgment it's going to be the lake of fire. And that's not a very nice thing. But thankfully, the love of God is shed abroad. He's poured it out upon all of us. And the reason we only cast demons out of believers is because, well, if we cast them out of unbelievers, as you know, Shannon, they don't have a Holy Spirit in them to protect them and to, to help them. And, well, the Bible says that the demons cast out goes out into the dry places and he comes back and if he sees his host being cleaned but nothing in there like no holy spirit he then goes and he rounds up seven worse evil spirits in himself and they come in and the state of a person is much worse than it was before so we don't want that to happen to anybody so that's why we're going to give everybody an opportunity now people may say why do I have to get saved? Well, Romans fourteen twelve says, everybody has to give an account for themselves uh, and with what they've done. And for those who've confessed their sins and called upon the Lord, well, names are written in the book of life. Well, you get to go to be with the Lord Jesus Christ forever. Amen. Amen. But you know, one of the biggest lies of the devil is not that you don't have to get saved. It's that just don't do it today. Do it tomorrow. Do it the day after. But we can't fall for that lie, because the Bible says, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is life eternal. The wages of sin is death. And the devil does a good job of covering that up, you know, Shannon, so people just gloss it over. But, you know, they've got to remember that uh, we're all born with this sin nature. And, you know, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There's no one good enough to just march up into heaven and say, hey, you've got to let me in. It just doesn't work that way. But, you know, John 3:16, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Our Lord is offering this up to each and every one out there who is not born again. You say, what do you have to do? It doesn't take money. It takes you. You've got to confess you're a sinner. And you've got to give your life over the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a very simple prayer, something like, Lord Jesus Christ, I've never really asked you into my heart, into my life. I'm asking you here and now, come in and save me from all my sins. You know, that is the most important thing you will ever do. Because your sins will be forgiven You're born again. Your name's written in the book of life in heaven. And as Romans 8 says, there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God that is shown to you through Christ Jesus. There is nothing. Well, your spirit is cleaned up and is sealed unto the day of redemption. And as Paul said, when we leave this earth, we go to be with our Lord Jesus in heaven. And that's really good news because we're only on this earth for a few short years and we'll have all eternity to spend it's just where it's going to be spent. Born again believers will be spending it in heaven with our Lord Jesus Christ and God, our heavenly Father, and that's absolutely the best thing that can ever happen to us. And you know, you, in the previous two hours of the show, Shannon, you had uh, Pastor Mike Theer, Pastor Wynne Worley mm-hmm. talking about deliverance, and I like that Luke 10:19 for. God has given us power over all the power of the enemy. We can tread on these demons as snakes and serpents and scorpions and grind them underfoot, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. This is really good news. And as we go into uh prayer later for the people, when we when we do start, we'll be breaking off things for the whole bunch of people. Everybody who's listening and everybody who's calling in that way, when people call in, we won't have to go through uh, breaking off the curses for each and every one. We're going to do this right off the top of the bat. But as, we, as we're as we going through this, uh, we'll just do a little binding and loosening over this whole section. Well, In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I bind the strong and ruling spirits over Prince of Power and all the evil ones working in through Omega Man Radio, All the people who are listening now live, all the people who will be getting an archive or Voice of America or any other means. I also bind the strama, etc., over those who are sending ungodly things against it, because there are those individuals out there. I cut all their curses off, etc., and I send them back immediately to the original demonic centers. I ask how many father-fearing angels... Take off their armor, weapons, and protection, put their stuff on, and put their protection back on. And as for all of us, of God's people, who are here and praying, Lord, for a mighty outpouring of your Holy Spirit to drive the demons out at the appropriate time. And when the demons are leaving, they are only going to go to Tartarus. Yep, or wherever the Lord Jesus Christ wants them to, but Lord, you said we can see our desire on enemies and our desire is for them to go there. Get them out of here, Lord. Don't let them come back and hassle anybody. Also, for all those listening or participating, Mask the Heavenly Father, you take away all the demons, power, strength, might, power, and Satan, you serve authority continuously. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I take authority over all the evil ones bound third round by my authority obedience, and I command them to be obedient. That's right. Well, I say, you critters out there, you are not going to hurt the people. You are not going to hurt anybody else or anything else. You're going to come out and you're going to go where the Lord Jesus Christ wants you to be. If any demon has been bound in to limit or to hinder deliverance, I cut these off in the name and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's right. I'm asking, Heavenly Father, you continue to pour out all your instruments of burning death and destruction on all these foul and evil spirits, such as Pastor Mike was going through in the first hour yet. Ask Heavenly Father, that uh, everything you did in Egypt would be put on the demons. Yep. The ten plagues. Ask Heavenly Father for the whirlwind of the Lord. The giant fireballs, the giant hailstones, the lightnings and the thunders, the devouring plague, etc. Ask if the angel of the Lord to wiped out Sennacherib's army would come and do battle against the demons and destroy them completely. Yeah, I'm asking, Heavenly Father, you'd send all your angels down. Yep, yeah, up all their weapons, everything such as, say, Pastor Mike, was talking about. The bows and arrows, the slings, the swords, the shields, the chariots, the siege engines, the towers, to destroy the workings of the devil. Ask the Lord, you'd send in the hornets of the Lord why they drive the inhabitants out of the land the hounds of heaven to go charging after them continuously I'm asking Heavenly Father for the she-bears of Elisha to go ripping up the demons yeah. so in appropriate time demons you're going to go and you're not going to cause the people any trouble well I'm asking Heavenly Father you also would severely afflict the demons to the maximum degree I'm asking that what they did to our Lord Jesus leading up to Calvary would be done to them. Immediately, instantly, and continuously. I'm asking, Heavenly Father, for the biggest angels with the bull whips. Come out and start getting those demons with them. Put them under constant pressure. I'm asking, Heavenly Father, to take away all the demons' armor and weapons. bust their arms and legs, set the feet in the mire. Turn to big sinkholes, I ask Lord to take them down. Well, I'm asking the Lord that what you did to Jericho, do it again. Bust the gates of brass, the bars on walls, towers, pillars, forts and the walls. Put the earthquake of the Lord on them. Bring fire from heaven and burn them up. Ask Heavenly Father what you did. Tower of Babel, do it there. Put your confusion on them. Complete desolation, destruction. Put unlimited civil war on them. Continuously there as well, too. I'm asking Heavenly Father, take away all the demons' signs of power and authority from the crown on the top of their pointy little heads down to, the, like, the rings on their toes and everything in between. Bust up their thrones, their seats, their footstools. Uh, toss the all as we ask. Again, ask Heavenly Foddy, take away all the demons' counterfeit gospel armor, the helmet, breastplate, shield, sword, belt, shoes, etc. Yeah, put the fear of Lord on Cancel all their evil communications there as well. Now, ask Heavenly Father that you put complete sensory deprivation on the demons as well as permanent baldness. Let them all be branded big red luminescent letters all over to say, Jesus Christ is my Lord. That can never be messed up. Ask Heavenly Father, send all your big angels down from heaven with all those great chains to bind up individually so tightly each and every demon they can never get themselves out. But they can be cast out in true deliverance, and they are going to Tartarus. Well, asking Heavenly Father, you put a special seal on each and every demon in Jesus' name they cannot deceive for 1,000 years. Also ask Heavenly Father, you encapsulate every demon with the pure and precious blood so thick, deep, and wide the demons can never get themselves in. Ask Heavenly Father, you to fragment the hearts and souls of demons, their hearts, minds, wills, and emotions. Let them be fragmented. That's right. Well, now, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ... I break all curses, hexes, vexes, spells, jinxes, psycho power, sorcery, bewitchment, enchantments, witchcraft, love potions, psychic prayers, designs, dedications, ungodly praying and fasting, black magic, food, sanctity, opium, and all ungodly devices I just cut off. Especially the scriptures being misused, such as Psalm 109, chorus, touch not the Lord's anointed hand, order, Satan, lions, bears, wolves, lover, attack, etc. Cut off the current stuff. The channeling of demonic energies, all the hypnotic and mind controls, all the bewitchments of sorcery, curses of isolation, family destruction, breakdown of communications, death, magic, etc. I cut off all religious witchcraft coming from localites or churches or world's religions, but especially from all the offshoots of Satanism, such as white and black witchcraft, voodoo, santa, reobia, macumbas, etc., new age stuff, stuff from Harry Potterites and company, white and black witchcraft, all stuff from the druids, the pagans, the ancestor worshippers, the tree huggers, the sun worshippers, etc., let me send it all back immediately, the original demonic senders, in Jesus' name, by his blood. And also, if there's anything from the full moon that just went by a few days ago, if there's anything hitting on the people from that I cut that off. And send it back, the original demonic senders, in Jesus' name. If there's been any ungodly burials done on anybody, by anyone, ask the Heavenly Father if your angels go. Dig them up, open them up, and cancel all the effects there in Jesus' name by His blood. Also, I ask the Heavenly Father, you cancel all the effects of objects being used against us, whether they are eyes or pertaining to us. Anything like voodoo dolls, Lord, just let your angel take the pins out and destroy them. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I cancel all suicide thoughts. I cancel all death wishes. I cancel all blood packs in Jesus' name. Also in the name of Lord Jesus Christ I cut off and cancel anyone who sold their soul to Satan, or dedicated themselves to the devil, knowingly or unknowingly, by themselves or anyone else. In fact, I ask heavenly father if your angels in Jesus then go to its nest or gather ball of fragment peace, soul, restore the souls to wholesomeness. Also in the name of Lord Jesus, I cut off the effects of the shedding of blood coming against us, whether it be SRA masses, the Muslim shedding the blood, human animal sacrifices, black magic, all the stuff of shedding of blood from the unborn up to the elderly. Yep. Ask Heavenly Father, he'd restore all the damage the devil has done, and with interest. Also, Heavenly Father, as we come, you know, if there's sins there that are not confessed, we confess the sins right now, sins of commission and omission, ignorance, presumption, profanities, anything defile us or innocent, unclean, Lord, anything with displeasure, provoke you to wrath. We renounce repentance, we ask forgiveness for them, and all the correspondence should be broken off us and descendants. And then god Lord Jesus, be all the way back there as well, too. Cases case there's any sins of the fathers that are still there, and one still alive, we ask forgiveness of sins, Lord, all the curse punish be broken off us and descendants in the name of the Lord Jesus there as well. too. Lord, we ask you to show us the legal ground the demons have for staying so they can be taken away. But I ask, Lord, your angels continuously cover us with the pure and precious blood of the Lord Jesus. You have call call upon God's Holy Spirit to minister mightily unto us there as well, too, that we can get the freedom that we need, Lord. I remember in Exodus eight and nine you said, Let my people go. Yes, Lord. We want your people to be set free so we can serve you better. And I also lose legions of the righteous spirits of Lord into us too. Life, healthy, and restoration, well being sound mind, good night sleep. So we're praying, Heavenly Father, you bring the people on the phone who who need help that you would have be, or else just Minister to them as they listen down the line. In Jesus' mighty name, by his blood.
5: Amen. Amen.
2: And John, let's uh, take our first call. Let's go to uh, caller 330 Area Code. Caller 330 Area Code, you're on with Pastor
9: Franklin. Good Hello,
10: evening. Is... Hello. Hello.
9: Yes, go ahead.
10: This is Tracy. I'm uh, just. Recently diagnosed with breast cancer. And um, I was recently, you know, listening to all the shows with um, Shannon and uh, different sites, and now all of a sudden I have breast cancer. So,
9: mm-hmm.
10: seems like Satan's attacking me. Yep.
9: Yeah. Um, does that run down the family line?
10: Mm-hmm. My grandmother and my. Aunt had it. Sorry, mm-hmm. I
9: keep hitting the button there. Okay. Okay. Well. Um, okay. We'll pray
2: then. And what um, happened, ma'am? Did you go in for a? Um, uh, you went in for an examination, and that's what they found on their X-ray.
10: Well, I found a lump in my breast, and then I went in for all the tests. And um, at first, they had I had a needle localization, and it came back negative. And then they wanted to take it out anyway, and so they found out that it's cancer after they took it out.
2: Okay, so what they did is did a biopsy, and that's uh, their their prognosis of that. Okay, Um, well, we're going to pray about it tonight. Pastor John?
9: Okay. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, I lift this lady up to you. She's come in simple faith, Lord, and we... We do know from the scriptures that those who came to you, Lord, you minister to them. Lord, I remember that Syrophoenician woman who said, Lord, please help me. Lord, this lady is crying out for help, and I'm asking that you would bless her and heal her and deliver her. Again, name Lord Jesus Christ, I bind the strong all evil ones working through her whole situation. I take authority over all evil ones bound. Third round bind my authority is so obedience from the command of obedience. And as they leave, they are going to go to Tarvis. They're not allowed to transfer, they're not allowed to come back, and they're not allowed to cause any problems. You hear me, demons? The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. A- I cover this lady with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ up and down all around, especially where these cancerous cells are. If I smite you, cancerous cells, in the name and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, I command you to dry up and wither right now. Just like the fig tree, I ask, Lord Jesus, you would smite these demons. You would cause them to dry up and wither. In fact, if there's any insider, that they would go away and they would not cause any problem in any other part of her body. I'm asking, Lord, just as the gourd that Jonah had had its roots cut, I'm asking, Lord God, you send your angels down deep and wide on earth, all the roots of these cancerous demons and rip them out. Yes. Yep. I ask, Lord, you'd Mm -hmm. send your east wind, your strong east wind, your dry wind, to blow on these critters and just suck all the strength of them. I ask, Lord, you take away all the demons' power, strength, might, etc. You continually Mm -hmm. smite them. I'm asking, Lord, for your angels to bring in coals off the altar of heaven and burn out each and every one of these demons, Mm -hmm. that they be Mm -hmm. smitten and they be driven out get out of her right now looser and let her go i especially cut off all the stuff coming down the family line all the way back and all the sides i cut this stuff off and i kick it out in jesus name hey, lord. if there's been any unforgiveness in there that, that that's tied in anything of unforgiveness in there i bind her be cut off and cast out in jesus name lord if there's anyone that uh, she's having unforgiveness towards us you would bring it to her Attention, that uh, it can be dealt with. But you demons of unforgiveness, tied in with the cancers, the Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. If there's any unconfessed sins, Lord, we confess the sins, ask forgiveness for them, and then all the curse bonds be broken off as well too. All the ones of unforgiveness tied in with the cancers, loose and let go. Looser and let her go. All the ones of infirmity, sicknesses, weakness, deformities, accidents, disease, impotence. Loose and let go all the systems of body. Reproductive, skeletal, muscular, digestive, excretory, and respiratory, or circulatory. Loose and let go. I'm praying, Lord God, that you would restore her immune system, that it would be able to deal with all these cancerous cells. I'm asking, Lord, you'd smite these cancerous cells and stop the rapid reproduction. I'm asking, Lord, you'd put them into a tailspin that they cannot reproduce Anymore. Yep, I'm asking, Lord, your angels go in there and cut out all these cancerous demons and can even take out the cells there as well. To so I'm praying, Lord, you would restore her. Every cell that has been destroyed would be restored. I'm also hitting on the spirits of fear. All you ones of fear in there, you know, I know you're in there. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. All you ones of death in there, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. You hear that, demons? The Lord, Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Death and destruction, the Lord, Jesus Christ, rebuke you. I lose the spirits of life to this lady and life more abundantly. I cancel all the demons' attacks of trying to kill, steal, and destroy. I cancel them right now in the name and blood of the Lord, Jesus Christ. I lose life and life more abundant to her in Jesus' name. I call upon God's Holy Spirit to minister mightily unto her to heal her and to drive out these demons in Jesus' name. You ones of cancer, termination, get out right now. All kinds of cancer, breast cancer, skin cancer, all the kinds of cancer. If it's trying to get in anywhere else in the body, I rebuke you demons in Jesus' name. I say, get out right now. Looser and let her go. Looser and let her go. I want you out. I want you out right now, loose and let go. I also cancel all ungodly prognostications made on her in the name blood of Lord Jesus Christ. They are canceled. Lord, we're praying for her healing. I'm asking, Lord, that all the spirits of fear in there, fear of death, fear of death, the Lord Jesus Christ (laughs) give you. She's a believer. You demons cannot continue to afflict her anymore. Looser and let her go. Looser and let her go. The Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you, fear of death, up and out right now, and take the cancers out with you as well. Get out of her. Get out of her right now. Cancers, death, fear the lord jesus christ rebuke you whatever's holding you in there i cut you off and i kick you out in jesus name all the ones playing games on her emotions i cut you off and kick you out i'm asking lord you would restore her soul her heart mind will and emotions and all the evil ones that are on there i cut off and i kick out in jesus name
6: thank you lord
9: out you go demons out you go demons right now loose and let go you evil ones are not allowed to trouble you evil ones are not allowed to trouble her in her sleep at night. <laughs> I take every evil thought, I take every evil imagination of the heart captive to the Beast. Lord Jesus Christ. You ones that afflict her at night say you're gonna die. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. You demons are going to turn her. You are never going to afflict another person again, demons, you know that. Get out of her right now. And get out of her right now, looser and let her go. You nightmares, night terror, night trauma, incubi, succubi, astral projection. Looser and let her go. Looser and let her go. The Lord. Jesus Christ rebuke you, okay. yeah. The Lord. Jesus Christ rebuke you. Okay. Get out of her right now. Get out of her right now, looser, and let her go. I'm asking, Heavenly Father, you'd break off the death sentence the devil has put on her. This would be broken off in the name and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ.
4: Thank
9: Demons, out, out. Demons, out you go. I said, cancers, get out of her. Cancers, get out of her right now, looser, and let her go. I'd break off the curses of sadness coming against her, trying to put her into a depression. I cut these ones off right now. And all the ones of depression, despair, hopelessness, loneliness, lethargy, excessive tiredness, and weariness, get out of her. Discouragements. All the ones of discouragements, loose and let go. The ones that are trying to get her to give up. The ones that are trying to get her to give up, get out. I cut off the automatic failure mechanism in Jesus' name. I cancel it right now. I lose the spirits of hope into her. I lose God's spirits of hope into her in Jesus' name. I also lose God's spirits of peace into her. Peace that passes understanding. You cannot continue to afflict her. You demons that are trying to rob her peace. I rebuke mm. you in Jesus' name. I bind rebuke and I cut you off and I kick you out in Jesus' name. Get out of her. I want you all out. You big mm-hmm. ones, you get out of her right now. Get out of her right now. Looser and let her go. Looser and let her go. The Lord. Jesus Christ rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ mm. all the ones of worry and anxiety and stress. All the ones of Stress, I cut you off and I kick you out right now. Yes, mm-hmm. SD stress, stress attacks, get out of her right now. Looser and let her go. Looser and let her go. All these other related problems that could cause digestive problems, yeah. Maybe you try trying to lead to ulcers or anything else like that. Uh-uh-uh, get out of her. You foul, reprobate beings, get out of her. Mm-hmm. She is a child of the king. You cannot continue to afflict her. Get out right now. Get out right now. Mm-hmm. Loosen, like I'm asking, Lord God, Thank you would strengthen her faith. You would strengthen her Thank faith that she goes through this. Lord, I remember Psalm 23. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of yeah. death, you will be with me. ask, Lord, you be with her. You walk with her. You guide her and you comfort her, Lord, as she goes through this. You demons, get out of her. You cannot continue to afflict her. Up and out right now. Loose and let go. So I'm asking, Lord, you would guide her medical practitioners, that they would give her the best godly advice possible. That, uh, and I ask, Lord, you would not allow them to afflict her with any ravages from the treatments that they would probably be proposing. And I'm asking, Lord you, yes, would
8: Lord,
9: you would protect her, Lord, from any excessive medicines, whether it be chemotherapy, whether it be radiation, whether it be oh. surgery. Yes, Lord. I'm asking, actually, I am buying the strongman in Jesus' name over all the doctors, nurses, staff, hospital facilities, equipment, etc. I'm asking, Lord, that uh, your angels would minister out of them especially to ensure that the diagnostic equipment is working properly, that it would not give back false readings and lead to false treatment. I'm asking that only what you want done in accordance with your perfect will would be done to this lady here, that the demons not be allowed to torment her, they not be allowed to torture her, they not be allowed to uh, afflict pain on her. They just back off right Mm -hmm. now. So, whatever else the Lord Jesus Christ wants out that's causing problems or whatever the Lord wants out, anyways, get out of her right now, looser and let her go, looser and let her go, but especially the ones of fear and cancer. <laughs> God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power, love, and a sound mind, and I loose these godly spirits, the Lord, into this lady, in Jesus name. You demons of fear, the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Apollyon and company, the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Get out of her right now. Whatever's holding you in there, I cut you off and I kick you out in Jesus'
3: name. Move it. Move. You
9: go, demons. Get out of her right now. Loose her and let her go. You are not allowed to afflict her any longer.
4: Get out of her right now.
9: I you to get up and out right now. Loose her and let her go. But the ones that are playing on her emotions, that's right, the ones that are afflicting her, get out of her. Get out of her right now. The ones that just want to give up any ones of Christian suicide in there, just pack it all up and be done with it. Uh-uh. God has put her in this world at this time for a purpose. I'm asking, Lord God, you'd grant her fullness of days and so she can do all the works that you have ordained for her to do. You demons trying to cut the short, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I command you to get out of her right now. I command you to get out of her right now. Looser and let her go. go. Looser and let her go right now. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. The you. Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you again I cover her with the precious blood of Jesus that's right I cover every part of her especially the cancers with the precious blood of Jesus amaskiid so you would continue to smite them they would shrivel up they would dry up and they would be gone and not be allowed to affect her not be allowed to afflict her in any way hurry up demons whatever else the Lord wants out in any area. Get out right now. Loose and let go. Loose her and let her go. Well, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I bind up all the craters that are left. I command them to be quiet. They're not allowed to trouble her. I'm asking Lord, your angels with chain and bag and box and cave with the rocks over the caves. I'll let the light Lord shine bright, and angels are reading scriptures and praising the Lord continuously. i especially asking the Lord, you would strengthen her faith and restore her soul there You'd give her sweet dreams at night. Also, Lord, your angels would be ministering unto her and singing your praises. And that's what you'd give her, the joy of the Lord. That's right, give her the joy of the Lord there, Lord. And again, I call upon the Holy Spirit to minister mighty unto her there as well, too. And I lose more regions spirits, the Spirit, so Lord, life-helping, restoration, well-being, sound, my goodness. Again, we thank you, Lord, for what you've done. In Jesus' mighty name and by his blood, amen. Amen. Yes, Thank Father you. God, I'm in uh, agreement with Brother
2: Franklin and this sister, and the word says that through his tribes we are healed. So we just command your body to conform to the word of God right now. Loose the healing power of God into you right now. I command you to be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. All cancer cells, all cancer, die right now in the name of Jesus Christ. You foul, wicked spirits, of infirmity, and loose her right now in the name of Jesus. Go to Tartarus. We break any generational curse that came down the family line that would have brought the cancer. We break and cut it off of her. We break any word curses that have been spoken against her. All spirits of death and destruction, we cast you out right now in Jesus' name. And we just pour the blood of Jesus on you right Amen. now. And we loose the ministering spirits of God, power, love, and a sound mind into you. And we thank you, God, for the healing that you're doing even now. In the name of Jesus Christ,
9: we pray. Amen. Thank and you so much. We bind up all the demons. We command the demons to be quiet. They're not allowed to manifest. They're not allowed to cause her any more trouble. In Jesus' name.
2: God bless you for calling in, sister. Uh, keep us posted on what's going on.
10: Thank you so much. I feel so much better.
9: Oh, praise the Lord. Lord's blessing praise is the Lord. on you now.
2: God Bye. bless you.
10: Thank you. You
9: too. Bye-bye.
2: Bye. And we're going to go to the next caller, area code 612 you're on the air with Pastor Franklin.
5: Hello. in there. Hi Hello, there. Hello, Franklin. This is Joe from Minnesota.
9: Hi, Joe. Hello, Joe.
5: Yes, I'm standing here again with my mom. I wanted uh, to uh, have like a test. I-, I sent you an email. I'm not sure if you got it, Pastor Franklin. Yeah,
9: yeah, I did. But it was good. Praise the Lord for that, for the healing you gave your mother there.
5: Right, and so I'm just standing to, uh, you know, kind of accelerate it, like she's kind of wasted away, you know. Just want to uh-huh. reverse that in her body, and uh, and I have uh, I have an uh, also like two health issues myself. Uh, one is uh, was diagnosed with uh, heart disease, and the other one is I uh, have some sort of fungus uh, as a, as a male, you know, like an athlete, that kind of stuff. So I'm just standing in prayer for that, uh, and I, I want to lift up my nephew too, who is here, but seems to be uh, he's. He's not the same young man I knew, and uh, I'm kind of a little concerned about him. I'll stand in for him that the Lord would deliver him from whatever these things that are like troubling him and causing him to just uh, sometimes not behave properly. I mean, okay. So, uh, How old
9: is your nephew? Uh,
5: yes, he's 21, uh, okay. Pastor Franklin, and about a year and a half ago he came up here to visit and see his grandmother, and uh, he accepted the Lord. And at the time, I guess he was dabbling in Buddhism. And uh, when, he, when he actually accepted the Lord, and there was some sort of, something happened to him when, when the pastor prayed for him. And uh, when he came home, he took off something he had on, on his, uh, on his uh, wrist, and he said, I won't need this no more. And then I started, I started ministering to him and uh, gave him a Bible and everything. But I uh, lost contact with him, and he came back, and he's a different person now. Well, he's 21 now, and number of, I'm remembering when I was 21, and how you know hormones set in and the uh, fans and all that kind of stuff. Uh huh.
9: Okay, with your mother, with the wasting away now, is this just a dehydration or is this just not eating enough or? Uh,
5: uh Pastor, no, I think it's um, the the doctor said that it's part of the symptom of Alzheimer's. Uh oh. But about uh, let's say. Uh, Sometime like in January of last year when she fell, they did like a whole bunch of x-rays on her, and then they found that one of the reasons she couldn't walk was that she had broken a hip, but they had Uh detected it before that. And then number two was that they found some black things, spots in her, in the bottom part of her lungs. Uh And so, uh, but she's so frail that uh, they didn't suggest anything else.
9: Uh-huh,
5: uh-huh. okay so, well you, got a big, you got a big list there but you John, know what so, it doesn't matter what it is because greater is the name of Jesus Christ and the authority and the blood shed on the cross than anything she might have and uh-huh. I'm just standing here just I guess more than two or three agreeing on this particular thing and bringing it before the Lord and I believe it's, it's going to be done
4: uh-huh,
11: we're going to pray for that
2: and uh, before we do I'm just going to address that other area of the fungus in the loin area, you're going to want to uh, dab that area with uh, Listerine okay. to disinfect, and then you're going to put a coating of uh, Vaseline on that area, and that will okay. cause uh, any skin fungus to be disinfected and start uh, to heal. What you have probably going on there is you don't have enough um, uh, air going to those areas. So right. you got skin on skin, uh, that's where you're going to have to do, Listerine and then Vaseline. Uh, go ahead, Pastor John. You want to start with uh, prayer for his mother?
9: Okay. Well, dear Heavenly Father, again we come to the shed blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, guided by the dwelling Holy Spirit. Lord, I lift up Joel and his family concerns, especially his mother. Lord, and uh, you alone oh, know, Lord, what the condition is, Lord. But we know that you can heal her. You can restore to wholesomeness, Lord. We thank you for what you've done in the past, and so we're still claiming. And we're still praying, Lord, for a great and mighty work. We ask, Lord, you send your Holy Spirit and great might and power upon this family that everyone would be healed and delivered of the things that are afflicting them. Again, name, Lord Jesus Christ, I bind the strong and all evil ones working in through. Uh, Matilda there and her, her whole situation, I take authority over all evil ones bound third round. I bind, my authority with disobedience, and I command to be obedient. I tell you, demons, you are defeated the Lord Jesus Christ. I cover her with the precious blood of the Lord Jesus from head to toe, everywhere in between, especially her brain, with the whatever's going on with Alzheimer's. I'm asking, Lord, that you would reverse the that's yes. that's going on. It would be reversed. I'm praying, Lord, that you would restore every brain cell, every neuron, every blood vessel, every capillary, to the way it should be in accordance with your perfect will, Lord, if there's anything like heavy metal molecules like aluminum or anything else that might be in there that's plugging the capillaries and ask the Lord for your angels to go in and to clean them out completely. Get rid of it out of the body so that it will not be able to cause any trouble to any other organs or anything else. I'm praying Lord that you would restore the capillaries, the blood vessels and every part of her brain if the brain is starting to shrink because of the condition I'm asking Lord you'd stop it you'd reverse it you would cause it to grow back yes, to its pointed size that you have deemed for her I'm asking Lord that you would cause her body to absorb the food that has been given to her that the nutrients be taken out of it and nourish and supply her wants and needs of her body I ask Lord that that appropriate uh, liquids would be absorbed into her, and so her body will function properly. I'm asking, Lord, you'd restore the nervous system, every part of it from the top of the head to the bottom of the feet, whether it be the peripheral nervous system or the central nervous system, that it all would be restored. I'm asking, Lord, that uh, whatever those black things in the lungs are, that you would smite them, that they would be dissolved and gotten out of her and that her lungs would be healed. I'm asking Lord that uh, you continue to blow the breath of life into her, that she would be able to breathe properly on her own that nothing would be able to block or obstruct her breathing passages. I'm asking Lord you to enable her diaphragm to work properly to keep air moving in and out of the lungs. I'm praying Lord that this wasting away syndrome would be wasted by you, Lord God, that it would be stopped. I'm praying, Lord, for your healing to come into her. Your healing to come into her, Lord. I'm asking, Lord, that her muscles would grow back to the appropriate uh, position they were. I'm asking, Lord, you would stop any muscle atrophy, that you not allow the muscles to shrink up and to literally go away. I'm asking, Lord, you restore every system of her body to the way it should be. I'm asking, Lord, you rebuke these demons that are afflicting her. You tormenting demons, I say the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. I'm asking, Lord, you would torment these demons a million times over for what they're doing to this lady here. That they not be allowed to afflict her. If there's any Ezekiel 13 attacks here on her, I cut them off in Jesus' name, especially a premature death. I'm asking, Lord, you would grant her fullness of days to do all the appointed works you have for her to do. The ones of a of premature death, the Lord Jesus Christ. rebuke you any of that stuff coming down the family line, I break it off all the way back on all sides in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I command the critters to get out of her right now. Loose her and let her go. I know you demons can hear. I cut you off and I kick you out. You're going to come out peaceably. You're not going to hurt her or anybody else or anything else. And you are going to go to Tartarus in Jesus' name and by his blood. Now, you ones of infirmities and sickness, the ones of termination that are trying to kill her, I smite you in the name and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, just like David smoked Goliath. I smite you demons in the name and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Get out of her. I'm asking, Heavenly Father, that all the things we prayed at the beginning to be done to the demons and the demonic kings would be done for this lady now, that the demons would be severely afflicted and driven out of her. Get out of your demons right now. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ to be you. Remember, Lord, that one of the first miracles you did in the synagogue was a man with a withered hand. You spoke to him, and his hand was restored. You would restore this lady here, that these ones not be able to wither her up. You withering up demons the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. You hear that, demons? It's the Lord Jesus Christ. He rebukes you. He has love for this woman, but he hates you, demons. You're foul, reprobate beings. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. I command you to get out of her right now. Loose her and let her go. Again, I cover her with the precious blood of Jesus. I lose allegiance to the righteous spirits of the Lord, life healthy and restoration while being sound mind, good night's sleep. Yes, especially life. Life more abundant. You heard me, demons. I command you, leave her alone. She is God's property. She Amen. is not her own. She has been bought with a price. That's the shed blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus. Your trespassers, your interlopers, Your varmints that are going to be chased out of her, get out of her right now. Looser and let her go. Looser and let her go. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Anything else the Lord wants out, get out of her right now. Anything else the Lord wants out of her right now, looser and let her go. Looser and let her go right now. Move it. Out you go, the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Well, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I'll bind up all the demons that are left there. Ask, the Lord, your angels, chain them, bag them, box and cave them with rocks over the caves. Light, like Lord, shine them, bright angels, reading scriptures, and praising the Lord continuously. Can I ask, the Lord, your mighty pouring your Holy Spirit on her to continue to work and to minister unto her. And again, I cover her. The precious blood. We do thank you, Lord, for what you've done. In Jesus' mighty name by
5: His blood. Amen. Now, Joe, we pray for you, then. Yes, yes, Pastor. You know, I just want to just say right now that, um, uh, like halfway in through this whole prayer thing, she's become very alert, very, very alert. Well, praise the Lord. And it's uh, remarkably hot in here. And uh-huh. I have her in the. I have her sitting in the restroom. Um, uh, and it's, it's one, it's the spirit, it's the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, and I just, uh, for all people that are listening, deliverance is, I guess, the most, one of the most important parts of the whole gospel of the kingdom, and we've been shortchanged, and we need to support this ministry and the ministries like this, because, you know, it's just, that's how important it is, and that's why the enemy doesn't want this. I'm sorry if I had to realize. That's Okay.
9: You're next. Heart troubles and the other the fungus problems, right?
2: Before we get started, Pastor John, Mm -hmm. let me just uh, give some quick instructions out there. Our uh, three-hour blog talk program is about to elapse. So if you're not listening right now on the stereo stream, you're going to want to do that. Not only will you be able to continue hearing us, but uh, you'll get a 96K stream. So uh, you'll want to do that in about the next five minutes. You can have two windows up. You can still be in the chat room. You'll just mute that blog talk player, and then you'll listen to the 96K stream. Okay, Pastor
9: John, go ahead. Okay. Okay. Uh, and just for those people that are going to be dropping off the blog talk, I just bind up the demons that have been uh, been hitting Jesus. on there. In Jesus' name, I ask for yes, you your angels, chain them, bag them, box them, cave them, the light of the Lord is shining bright. I command you, demons, to be quiet. You're not allowed to hurt the people. You're not allowed to manifest You'll just wait till next time in true deliverance. I do lose the spirits of the Lord, and the people are going to be dropping off. On some blog talk, life, healthy, and rest ratio. being I mean, sound my good night's sleep, and I ask the Lord for a mighty uppouring of your Holy Spirit on the people there as well, too.
2: And if you're going to want prayer tonight, uh, I apologize. You're going to want to get in the queue now, so you're going to want to dial in on the number, because I'll lose you in about four minutes. Uh, but hang on there, and we'll get to you one by one.
9: Go ahead, Amen. Pastor John. Okay, now, Joe. Again, the yes, name of Lord Jesus Christ, I bind the and all the evil ones working through Joe's whole situation. I take authority over them, in name of Lord Jesus Christ. I bind my authority, loose some beans from my command obedient, And I believe they're going to go straight to Tartarus. They're not allowed to transfer. They're not allowed to come back. They're not allowed to cause any troubles. And when you come out demons, you are not going to hurt him. You are not going to hurt anyone else or anything else. But you are going to go to Tartars. So buzz off, demons! The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke. Now, if there's been any curses of death put on Joe here for heart attacks, I cut them off right now. In the name, blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, I return them immediately to the original demonic sinners. If there's any stuff coming down the family line, I cut it off. If there's any active of sins of the fathers, there we confess the sins of the fathers, ask forgiveness for the sins. And that all the curse upon us be broken off. In time, just send its name, blood of the Lord Jesus. Those generational curses of heart attack, heart failure, etc., premature death, are broken off right now in the name and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ.
4: Yes.
9: All you ones in there, I command you to get up in it right now, loose them, and let them go. I cover Joe. Head to toe with the precious blood of Jesus. Every cell is to be filled with the precious blood of Jesus. Yep. I ask Heavenly Father for a mighty outpouring of your Holy Spirit on Joe. That's right. He mighty outpouring of the Holy Spirit on Joe to restore him to complete wholesomeness, Lord, that you would have him to meet. Demons, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Again, I ask Heavenly Father for the fullness of the beginning prayers we did with all the afflictions to be put on the demons with the pulling down of their demonic kingdoms and they just be severely afflicted. Get out of him demons right now. I said get out of him right now. Loose him and let him go. And ask God you would smite the fungus. Smite the fungus, Lord. Cause it to dry up and wither and go away. And if there's any other ones associated with their fungus, parasites, germs, bacteria, all that stuff. Get out of him right now. Go. That's right. Loose him and let him go the Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke and any other uh, forms of fungus, whether it be down to athletes foot on the feet up on top of the head, etc., or anywhere in between in, internal fungus, anything of yeast infection there well too, I smite the yeast infections in Jesus name. all these fungal problems I smite them in Jesus' name, I command them to dry up and wither and get out right now yes. I loose them and let him go. Loose them and let them go again. All the ones of infirmities, sicknesses, weakness, deformities, accidents, disease, impotence, get <coughs> get out of them. All the ones in the systems, the body, reproductive, skeletal, muscular, digestive, excretory, and circulatory, get out of him. Loose them yes. and let go. masculine lord, your angels go down deep and wide on earth. All the roots of these demons, rip them out. I'm masculine lord, you smite these demons like you did the fig tree. That's right. Dry up and wither, demons like Jonas Gourd. Dry up and wither, demons. Get out of him right now. The Lord Jesus Christ, with you. Ever, all the ones causing heart failure, heart attack, heart disease. Get out of him. I'm asking Lord if there's any blocks in his circulation system, especially to the the blood vessels to the heart, so that oxygen cannot get to the heart. I'm asking Lord, you would clear out all these blockages in such a way they would not cause him any trouble. In fact, ask Lord your angels, go throughout his entire circulatory system and clean it out. Clean out the hardening of the arteries, any plaque, it, that they all be cleaned out and gotten out of him in a way that will not cause him any trouble. If there's any weak spots in any of his blood vessels just waiting for aneurysms to cause trouble with strokes or anything else, cerebral hemorrhaging, I rebuke in Jesus' name I'm asking Lord you would heal all his blood vessels from the tiniest capillaries up to the big ones going to the heart there. Yeah, and all the demons afflicting I cut you off and I kick you out in Jesus' name. I say blood <clears throat> up. Loose him and let him go. He is a child of the king. Get out Thank of him. Thank
5: you, Lord Jesus.
9: Get out of him right now. All these ones on the heart afflicting the heart. <coughs> Get up and out get up in it right now all the ones in the heart heart attack, heart failure anyone's a of fear fear of death I smite you in Jesus name fear of death get up in it right now God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power, love and a sound mind yeah. loots him and let him go all the ones of fear fear of dropping dead up in it right now or fear of being disabled after surviving a heart attack I'll put yes, it right now. with yes, fear of being incapacitated for the rest of life. Out you go. Loose and let go. Loose him and let him go. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you all of that are trying to mess him up so he can't serve the Lord the way he wants to or the way our Lord wants him to. I yes, rebuke Lord. you demons in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. I rebuke you demons in Jesus' name. Okay. Get out okay. of it right now. Get out of him right now. Loosen and let him go. I want them all out. Get out of him. Get out of him faster. Get out of him faster right now. And you're all going to go. I'm asking, Lord, for unlimited civil war in the devil's kingdom. Let them rip each other up. I'm asking, Heavenly Father, for the angel of the Lord that wiped out Sennacherib's army to come and battle mightily against these demons. Get out of him right now. Get out of him right now. You should have left. Last time we prayed, demons, too bad for you. Get Good out now. of him. Get out of him. Get out of him. Right now, he is a child of the King. You cannot continue to afflict him. Move it. Move it. Get out of him. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Get out of every part of him. Get out of. Every part of my want you gone. I also cancel all ungodly pronouncements made against him by the <coughs> medical profession or anyone else. I cancel these right now in the name and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, get out of him right now. Probably every time the doctor said, "Oh, you're going to have a heart attack," that was a curse.
4: I cancel Amen. it
9: right now in the name and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And got all the demons. I kick out all the demons that came in. Get out of him right now. Get yeah. out of him right now. And if there's any demons that came in with the medication that he's on, I cut you off and kick you out too. Lord. And Lord, if there's been any ungodly side effects because of these medications, I'm praying, Lord, you would heal him and restore him and that you would protect him from any further uh, problems with the medications. And then the demons that came in, I cut you off and I kick you out of in Jesus' name. All demons from the medicines, the medications, the substances, loose them and let him go. <laughs> loose them and let him go. The Lord Jesus Christ, Rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ, Rebuke you. All the ones coming down the family line, especially a premature death and heart attack and heart failure, loose him and let go. Loose him mm-hmm. and let go. Any demons that are trying to squeeze his heart to stop it, I cut them off right now in the name, blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I drive back the demonic attack in Jesus' name, and I cut you critters off, and I kick you out right now in Jesus' name. Loose and let go. Loose and let go right now. If there's any occult ceremony uh, like Satanism that's trying to do a, uh, a heart cut note, him. I cancel this right now in the name blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. I Hallelujah. send all that garbage back to the original demonic centers and any demons that came in. Get out of them. Get out of him right now. He is a child of the king. You cannot continue to afflict him. Move it. Move it right now. The Lord Jesus Christ, you up and out right now. Up and out right now. Anything else our Lord wants out of him, get out of him. Anything else our Lord wants out of him, get out of him right now. Loose him and let him go. The oh Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you, you. You're foul, reprobate beings. You're foul, reprobate beings. Get out of him right now. Get out of him right now. I want you all gone. Move it. I'm asking the Lord for a clean sweep in these areas we've been hitting on. A clean sweep right down to the bottom.
4: Mm-hmm.
9: Buzz off demons. Get out <laughs> of him you. right now. Get out of him right now. Loose him and let go of the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, you. the name of the Lord Jesus, Again, I bind up all the demons we've been hitting on. In fact, all the demons. And Joe, I bind them up and ask Lord, your angels bag and box them, cave and chain them, put rocks over the caves, light the Lord shine bright. Angels are reading scriptures and praising the Lord continuously. I believe in the righteous spirits, Lord, and Joe' life, health, and restoration, while being sound, mind, good, and nice sleep. I cover Joe with the precious blood of Jesus. Every cell of his body is to be covered with the precious blood of Jesus and filled to also call upon God's Holy Spirit to minister mighty unto him and his family, so he yes. can do the works that you have for him in Jesus' mighty name by His blood. Amen. Yes. Amen.
2: God Man, you bless you,
9: Joe. Hang on, All there, right. Shannon. We got another. Oh, yes, one. We got his, his nephew to pray about.
5: Oh yes, like, yes. What, yes. yes.
9: what yes. going to do I'm not, okay. I'm not going to cast the demons out of him. I'll bind them up, though. I'll break oh, okay. off curses. Okay. And then right. uh, maybe when you get to minister him, then you can uh, then you can, uh, if the Lord leads, you can cast out them. Okay. He,
5: he went back to Houston, so I'm praying that he will. Someone will come in his path. Mm-hmm. Well, we can pray. I, mean, I can minister him sort of through the telephone, but... Uh,
9: yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, Well, <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we come to you. We lift up uh, Joe's nephew, Joshua. We ask the Lord for... Well... When you begun a good work, Lord that you f- yet yeah, you would finish it, and Lord, the devil's uh thrown it through bumps in his path there, but Lord, you specialize in straightening out things, so we lift up this uh, young man and ask Lord that you would restore him to wholesomeness again, name Lord Jesus Christ, I bind the strong and all the evil ones working in through him and his whole situation, i take authority over all the evil ones bound, throw it around on my thorough loose obedience, so and I command them to be obedient. Also in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I bind this charm center over all those who are ungodly influences on him. Whether they be friends, whether they be other religious systems, whether they be video games or anything else like that. I cut off all these ungodly influences on him in the name and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I cut off all the hypnotic and mind controls on him in the name and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I ask Heavenly Father, you take away every blessing the devil has given him to pull him away from you from the godly families, or from uh, the ministry that you have from. And I ask, Lord, you would bust up all the evil and ungodly bondings that are on him from anyone or anything. I ask, Lord, you would restore the godly soul ties of him with godly people. I ask, Lord, you would restore, you would stir up, and you would strengthen his faith there as well, too.
6: And I ask, Lord, you
9: would... You would lead his path. You would bind his feet to the paths of righteousness and lose his feet from the paths of destruction. Also, yes. Lord, where there are unconfessed sins, we stand. we stand as it says in Galatians 6. Lord, we confess the sins of him of going astray, of being involved. In Buddhism and other ungodly things, Lord, we ask forgiveness for the sins and the curses punishment be broken off him in the name blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm asking Lord that you would bring godly people, especially in true deliverance, across his path to minister unto him. I'm asking Lord your angels would surround him in spheres of protection to guide him down the path that you would have him go. I'm asking, Lord, you would, as Pastor Wynn said, would change his wanter, that he would want to serve you and to please you and to follow and do the right things. I'm asking, Lord, that you would steer him uh, in the direction you'd have him go and keep him out of the paths that the devil has for him. We just ask, Lord, you would uh, shut off all the devil's snares, pits, traps, and nets trying to, to pull him into trouble, and you would just Well, lead them down that straight and narrow highway of holiness, Lord, that uh, you've got your believers on. Now, as for the demons in him that are causing trouble, again, I bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I know you critters can hear me. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I ask, Heavenly Father, you continue to pour out all your instruments of burning death and destruction on the demons. That's right. Keep them under constant pressure. Their demons are bound up. You are not going to cause him any trouble. You are not going to hurt anybody. And you are not going to cause him to do anything rash or ungodly. I forbid this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm asking, Lord, that you would break all ungodly habits that he's got and help him to form godly habits. I'm asking, Lord, you would restore his soul, his heart, mind, will, and emotions. In fact, I break off all the evil, sympathetic, and ungodly soul ties Yep, that he's got. Especially Buddhism and all the other I break those right now in the name of blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. i ask Lord James, go do what's necessary, gather all the fragment piece of his soul and restore his soul the way it should be. And again I cover him with the blood of the Lord Jesus. I lose more legions of the righteous spirits of the Lord into him there as well too. Again I call upon God's Holy Spirit to minister mightily unto him there as well (coughs) And I ask Lord that uh, that he would fulfill all the preordained works that you have for him to do, that he would glorify you. And Thank you, Jesus, Jesus, your name would be magnified and our heavenly Father be glorified.
6: And again, yes, I must
9: more righteous spirits of Lord into him there as well, too. Life, healthy, and restoration, well being sound, mind good, and sleep. Especially when I pray you would raise up godly friends that he can have fellowship with because it's so important and that for any ones that are in an ungodly relationship, I ask Lord, you would just literally send them somewhere else. We know the Bible says bad manners uh, or evil company corrupts good manners and so ask the Lord just remove uh, evil company from his presence that they would no longer continue to be well, an anchor pulling them down. No, no, we cut all those ungodly anchors off of him right now in the name and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We do thank you Lord for what you've done.
5: Yes, we ask that
9: you would help Joe as his uncle to be able to minister unto him effectively and uh, we'll be able to share, Lord, what you have done for Joe, for his mother Matilda, and hopefully the nephew Joshua would would see that, Lord, you are true, you're real, and you want us to have life and life more abundantly. So, again, we thank you, Lord, for what you've done. We just Amen. say, Lord, let's see what you're going to do in the future, because the glory is yours. In and Jesus' you the mighty Lord, name, Lord. by his blood. Amen.
5: All right, brothers, thank you. Okay, Lord's blessing,
2: Thank you, Joe. God bless you. John, we are still live, patched into the Blog Talk switchboard, although nobody can hear us on that stream. But all those of you that have switched over to the stereo stream, uh, you can hear this signal, of course, live. Now, I still see uh, caller, area code 414, waiting in the queue. We're going to pray with you in just a moment. But uh, let me uh, warn both of you if... um, the connection drops, uh, that's beyond my control, then what I'll do is I'll turn around and call you back, John, uh-huh. and we can probably three-way the caller into the um, the switchboard. I just don't know how long blog talk will hold out. So we're going to keep on going. Now I've got uh, a couple people here that are uh, waiting for prayer, so uh, we can go after these. Uh, how is your time looking, John? Do you still have time? Sure. Okay. Alright, so again, if we lose connection, what I'll do, John, is I'll call you back, and then I'll patch the caller back in.
9: Okay. Okay, uh, stand by.
2: Um, let's see here, bear wouldn't it? Okay, caller, area code 414. How are you?
0: I'm doing all right. This is Dave. Hey, Dave. Hi, Dave. Hi. Um, I got, you know, I'm the guy that uh, got off pharmaceuticals uh and I've been noticing I've been having a little bit more sadness than I think is appropriate um
2: so Dave, you were taking uh psychotropic drugs, right yeah, yeah, okay, and how long have you been off of them about a month okay and you're uh, you're feeling some uh sadness uh depression any uh any suicidal thoughts
0: no, 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 just uh sadness will come over me and uh Feel like crying, but uh, there's not that much good happening in the world today. So, okay.
9: Was is there any schizo involved? Any in designation of schizophrenia? No, bipolar. Bipolar. Okay.
4: Mhm. Okay.
9: Sure, we'll hit on it. Um, Dave, uh, you are born again believer. Yes, I am. Okay. Well, praise the Lord. Okay. Well, we'll we'll take a shot at it then. Okay. And there. Again, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you the shed blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, guided by the indwelling Holy Spirit. Lord, we do bless and praise and glorify you. We thank you for all the blessings you've given us, Lord. Thank you for letting Dave get through. And I ask, Lord God, you'd hold the phone lines out that we'd be able to minister to the people that uh, you bring along to be ministered unto. Again, name Lord Jesus Christ, I bind the strong and growing spirits over Prince of Power there and all the evil ones working with your Dave and his whole situation. I take authority over all the evil ones bound throughout around, world, bind my authority, of so obedience, and so I command them to be obedient. And as they leave, I command them to go straight to Tartarus. They're not allowed to hurt them, they're not allowed to hurt anyone else, and they're not allowed to cause any problems. You demons, the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Did you hear that, demons? The Lord Jesus Christ He's the King of Kings He's the Lord of Lords He's going to judge you in the end demons and it's not going to be good. You see there's a lake of fire over there demons and it is just waiting for you Get out of him right now You are not going to torment him any longer Loosen and let him go Loosen and let him go. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I right now cancel all ungodly prognostications put upon him by the medical community. I cancel these right now. Every last one of them, in the name, blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And all demons that came in because of them, I cut them off and I kick them out. In Jesus' name. Get out of him right now. <clears throat> Loose him and let him go. I especially cut off all the curses of Zeke 13, on, especially the curse of sadness. I cut that off him in the name and blood of the Lord Jesus yes, Christ. You. I return it immediately to the original demonic senders. You demons, get out of him right now. All the ones of bipolar all the ones of schizophrenia, all the other problems in there, get out of him right now. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go right now. If there's any demons coming up to the surface to take over and causing troubles, I bind rebuke and I cut you off and I kick you out in Jesus' name. Any demons that don't leave, I forbid you from coming up to the surface to take over him. I forbid this in the name and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. You demons, get out of him. You demons, get out of him. I'm asking, Lord God, you would restore his personality. That's right. All demons that are messing up his personality, I bind, rebuke, and I cut you off, and I kick you out right now. In Jesus' name, get out of him. You ones messing up his personality, get out of him right now. You heard me. Get out of him right now. I want you all out. I want the big ones out.
4: Move
9: it. I'm asking the Heavenly Father in Jesus' name for all the things we prayed at the beginning, all the afflictions of the demons be put on them, especially, I'm asking, Lord, everything that was done to you leading up to the crucifixion would be done to these demons. Yeah, I want to see them whipped with the biggest bullwhips. I'm asking, Lord, for allegiance arrangements to go after these demons and whip them out whip them out into Tartarus. I want them gone. Get out of him right now. You heard me demons. I said get out of him. You cannot continue to torment him any longer. Get out of him. Get out of him. Every time you put an evil thought into his mind, I take it captive to the obedience of the Lord Jesus Christ and I bind it to his authority. You demons behind these, I cut you off and I kick you out in Jesus' name. Whatever the triggering mechanisms are in there to cause these things to act up, I bind rebuke and I cut you off and I kick you out in Jesus' name. You're, you triggers are not allowed to go off any longer. You are not allowed to cause any attacks on him anymore in Jesus' name and by his blood. Get out of him. Get out of him. Move And I'm asking Lord God you'd smite these demons. You would smite them like you did the fig tree that would dry up and wither. Get out of him right now. I call upon the angel of the Lord in Jesus' name that wiped out Sennacherib's army to come in to clean out these demons. The angel of the Lord. 185,000 Assyrians wiped out in one night. Hey, demons, that's not bad, eh? The Lord is going to do that to you, too. The Lord loves Dave. The Lord hates you demons, your foul, reprobate beings. Get out of him. Get out of him. Get out of him right now. Loosen and let him go. <coughs> Loosen and let him go. Loosen and let him go right now. The Lord <coughs> Jesus Christ rebuke you. Move it. I want the other ones behind there to get out of him. I declare unlimited civil war in Satan's kingdom. In Jesus' name, I command you, demons, attack and destroy. Attack and destroy. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Loose handle, let go. Move it.
4: Move
9: it. Move it. Move it right now. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Yep, I forbid any more flipping of demons coming up to take over. I forbid this in the name of blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. If any demons have been bound in onto his personality, I cut you off and I kick you out right now, every one of you. Anything of multiple personalities in there, I cut you off and I kick you out in Jesus' name. You're demons. We're not going to try and save you demons. You're God. You're going to Tartarus. Get out of him right now. Get out of him right now. Get out of him right now. I cut off all ungodly controls on him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. On one hand, for the medical community, the doctors, nurses, staff, psychiatrists, psychologists, I cut off the ungodly controls on him in Jesus' name. If there's any evil or sympathetic ungodly soul ties between Dave and any of these, etc. I cut them off right now in the name blood of the Lord Jesus. I'm asking Lord angels go gather all the fragment piece of his soul, restore his soul to wholesomeness, and drive out evil taking its place. And I also close all the open doors that are <coughs> letting these demons in. I shut lock and bar them in Jesus' name by his blood. I put a big wall of thorns around them and the blood of the Lord Jesus all over. You demons are not gonna get in there ever again. Get out of them. Get out of him right now. Any transfer of evil spirits from the medical community, buzz off. The Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. I cancel all negative professions made of him. I cancel them right now in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Yep. I cancel the designation of being bipolar. I cancel this right now in the name of Lord Jesus. Get out of him right now. Get out of him right now. Loose him and let go. Loose him and let go. Ask the Lord God, you would keep constant pressure on these demons until they're all gone. I'm constant pressure, constant pressure. Get out of him. Get out of him. I call upon God's Holy Spirit to minister mightily unto Dave. That's right. To minister mightily unto him, not by might nor by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord. These mountains shall be removed. I command you demons, you big ones, be picked up and tossed in the deepest part of the sea. Get out of him right now, you foul, reprobate beings. Get out of him right now. He's a child of the king. You cannot continue to afflict him anymore. Get out of him. Get out of him right now. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. Go. The Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Get up in it right now. Now there's the other half of that. You know what it is, demons. You know what's coming. In Jesus' name, I cut off all the ungodly controls the medicines had on him. Everyone. Brand name by brand name. I cut them off of him right now in the name blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I cut off the codependency factor they forced on his body to have his body craving for them. I cut that off right now in the name blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. You craving demons, get out of him. Now let's see, that would be compulsive addictions. I cancel every one of these in the name, blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, right now, you compulsive addiction demons, the Lord, <coughs> Christ rebuke you. I fight you demons in Jesus' name. I fight you demons in Jesus' name, get out of him right now. Get out of him right now Lose loose them them, move it, you're not allowed to hurt him. you're not allowed to hurt anyone else, and you are going to go to Tartarus. Demons get out. Get out of him. I want the next ones out. I want them <coughs> out faster. I want them out faster. Get out of him right now. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. All these compulsive addiction demons. That's right addicted to the drugs I smite you in Jesus name I cut off all these addictions to the drugs and being addicted to the drugs I smite you in Jesus name I cut you off yes all the ones of with withdrawal symptoms all the ones of with withdrawal symptoms trying to pull him back to the drugs uh-uh. I'm asking Lord you would give him a godly cold turkey that's right that he will be taken off these things immediately. They will have no more effect on him immediately. That all his systems would be restored immediately. Yep, get out of him. Get out of him, demons, right now. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. I'm asking the Lord for more of your angels, the minister of the age, to protect him and to help him in his deliverance. Out. Out out and you're not allowed to choke him either. Any choking spirits in there I bind rebuke and I cut you off and I kick you out in Jesus name. Yeah. Get out of him. Get out of him. Get out of him right now. You heard me. All the demons associated with the drugs. I smite you. I kick you out in Jesus name. I'm asking Lord God you would restore his body and his systems that they would not be a craving for the drugs, any drug, that he would be completely set free from these oppressions. Get out right now. Get out right now. The cravings for the drugs. Get out right now. And if that's tied in with alcohol, drugs, tobacco, sugars, caffeine, gambling or pornography, I cut you off and I kick you out too in Jesus' name. I want a clean sweep. I want a clean sweep. Get out of him. Get out of him right now. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. The Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Move it. Move it. Move it. Right now, loose him and let him go. I'm asking, Lord God, You would strengthen David. He'd be able to fight these things, and that the demons not be able to weaken him. All ones of weakness in David that are trying to take his, are trying to sap his strength away. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I'm asking, Lord God, You give him more power, might, strength, more power, love, and a sound mind. Get out of him, demons. Get out of him right now. You heard me. I said get out them all the ones, all the demons associated with the medicines and all the problems they've caused, get out. <clears throat> if they've caused any physical problems, I'm praying, Lord, for a healing for Dave in all areas that the ungodly effects of the drugs would be reversed and he be completely healed from these things. <laughs> demons, get out of him. Demons, get out of him right now. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Hey, demons, you're
0: losers.
9: You're losers, demons. You didn't stop him from calling in today. He's here. The Lord is setting him free. It's our Lord Jesus Christ who is setting him free, working with his Holy Spirit. You demons are losers. Get out of him right now. He's a child of the king. You cannot continue to afflict him. Get out of him right now. Get out of him right now. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. Move it. Move it right now. Move it right now. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. Come on. Faster. You're not allowed to hurt him. You're not allowed to choke him. Get out of him. From the deepest part of his being, from the bottom of his feet to the top of his head, get out of him. Get out of him right now. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. The Lord Jesus Christ, Rebuke, you You heard me. I said, the Lord Jesus Christ, Rebuke, you get out of him. Get out of him. Yoo-hoo, no rest for the wicked. No rest for the wicked. Get out of him right now. Get out of him right now. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Get out of him. You're not allowed to hurt him. Get out of him right now. You foul, reprobate beings. Get out of him. Get out of him. The Lord Jesus Christ are beat you. You heard me, demons. It's the Lord Jesus Christ and he's driving out. He's driving you out. His angels are whipping you with the biggest bull around. That's right. You're losers, demons. You cannot afflict him any longer. Get out of him. And get out of him. I want a clean sweep. I'm asking Lord God for a clean sweep for David. He be set free. Get out of him right now. Get out of him. And that's <coughs> the Lord you set him free that he can minister to others. Tell people, look, this is what Jesus has done for me. It's like the gathering. Come on, move it. You're not allowed to hurt him. You cannot choke him. You get out quietly and loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. Next one's in there. Next one's in there. Come on, come on. The Lord, rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Did you hear me, demons, or do I have to say it again? The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. You know him. He's king of kings, and he's Lord, Lord. And he's the one who's going to squish you under his foot. Get out of him right now. Get out of him right now. Loosen and let him go. Loosen and let him go. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Like, buzz off. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. Yoo-hoo, I think there might be a few more left. Get out of him. Get out of him. Get out of
4: him. Get out of
9: him. Get out of him. You're not allowed to hurt him. You get out of him right now. You're not allowed to sap his strength. You get out of him. Mask Lord, you would restore Dave's strength. Yes, you would restore his strength to be able to fight these critters. Next one's in there. Next one's in there. Get up in it right now. You heard me. Next one's in there. Get up in it right now. Move. Move. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the deliverance you're giving, Dave.
4: And
9: down the line, too. Open it right now. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. Loose him. Hey, Dave, how you doing there? Oh, I'm hanging it. <laughs> okay, okay, that's good. I just want to make sure you're doing okay there. You're getting some pretty heavy deliverance there. Yeah. Okay, we're going to keep pounding away here. Want to keep going? Sure. Good. Okay, you heard that, demons. Dave wants to be free. You get out of him. He does not want you foul, reprobate beings. You Get out of him. His body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. You are defiling it. What's the Bible say going to happen to you, demons? You are going to be destroyed. I'm asking, Lord God, you let that which the demons fear come upon them. Some of them fear being destroyed and some of them being, uh, fear being tormented. So I'm asking, Lord, you do both to all of them. We've got to be fair in this business, you know. The demons, get out of him right now. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. The Lord. Jesus Christ rebuke you. Move it. Move it. Move it. Move it. And ask the Lord your angels, go round them up and stampede the demons out like the cowboys used to do. Stampede out the demons into Tartarus. Get out of him. Get out of him right now. Get out of him right now. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. Yoo hoo. I think there's more down there. Out. Out. Out right now. Loose him and let him go. Out. Out right now. Loose him and let him go. Out. 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 Out, loose him and let him go. Yoo-hoo! Out, out! The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Loose him and let go. Loose him and let him go faster, 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 faster. And you're not allowed to hurt him. You come out. You're not allowed to hurt him. You are (coughs) going to go to Tartarus. You are going to go to Tartarus. Now get out of him right now. Get out of him right now. I'm asking Lord God for a complete sweep in this area. They not be allowed to afflict him anymore. Move it. Move it right now, the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. I said get out of him. Get out of him right now. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke <clears throat> loosen, let go. Yoo-hoo. All the bipolar critters up in it right now. Up and it right now. Loose in let go. Loosen. Every time they put an evil thought in his mind I take it captive to the obedience of the Lord Jesus Christ. I bind him to his authority. Any demon that's going to try and flip up and take over, uh-uh-uh, I bind him cut you off and kick you out. In Jesus' name, I forbid you from taking him over anymore. In Jesus' name, I will not allow it to happen. In Jesus' name, and by his blood, you demons in there, buzz off. Loose him and let him go. Get out of him right now, you Foul reprobate beings. That's what you are. You are foul reprobate beings. Get out of him right now. Loose him and let him go. <clears throat> Loose him and let him go. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Up it right now. How's it going there, Dave? Oh, uh, <laughs> lots going, I think. Well, praise the Lord there, yeah.
0: Yeah. Praise the Lord. Uh uh-huh.
9: Okay, well, uh, maybe I'll just wrap up with you for now then. Okay, and sure, uh, Pastor. Are you are you doing warfare prayers, Dave?
0: Uh, yeah, I've got Win Worley's book, and okay. uh, <clears throat> I've been reading that and doing that.
9: Okay, that's good. Yeah,
0: the biggest thing is
9: keep taking away their legal ground and keep hitting on them. If you uh, work with self deliverance every day, you should be able to. Uh, Keep these under control and, uh, okay. you know, call in. Uh, I don't know how close you are to Hegwish, but if you can find a true deliverance group and hop in there and uh, get some more cleanup. But, you know, you've got them on the run, and that's that's the main thing. The Lord's been very uh, gracious to you tonight there. Yes, I'll just do one more final pass just in case there's anything else. So, demons, if there's anything else the mm-hmm. Lord Jesus wants it right now, tonight, or this morning, whatever time it is, get out of him right now. Loose him and let him go. Whatever the Lord Jesus Christ wants out right now, get out of him. Get out of him right now. That's right. I don't care what area you're in. I do know where you're going, and that's called Tartarus. Get out of him right now. Get out of him right now. Get out of him right now. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Loose him, let go. Come on. Whatever the Lord Jesus Christ wants out right now, get up and out right now. Loose him, let go. Loose him, let go. You heard me. You heard me. Like, buzz off. Loose him, let go. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you, loose hand. let go. Hurry up, whatever the Lord Jesus Christ wants it right now. Loose him, let go. Yep, loose hand. let go. The Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you, loose hand. let go. Loose hand, let go. Hurry up. Up, 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 up. If the Lord wants you out, get out right now. Loose hand, let go. Loose hand, let go. Yep. Yeah. Loose hand, let go. The Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Loose hand, let go. Up put it right now. Up it right now. Well, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I bind up all the demons that are left. You heard me, demons. I bind you up again in Jesus' name. And I'm asking, Lord God, if your angels come into those big, great chains again, bind them up. Each and every one, bind them, bag them, box them, cave them, with rocks over the caves, The light, Lord, is shining bright, and angels are reading the scriptures and praise the Lord continuously. Yet, I command your demons to shut up in Jesus' name. You are not allowed to cause them any more problems. You are not allowed to put any more sadness on them or cause them any trouble. I cover him with the blood of Lord Jesus, and I loose legions of the righteous spirits of the Lord, such as life, healthy, restoration, and being sound, my good night's sleep. And asking Lord, for sufficient lead your angels to minister unto him, to be singing your praises. And asking Lord, you give him the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. Every time the demons try to put sadness on him, I'm asking Lord, give him the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. Give him the garment of praise. That's right. Give him the garment of praise to overcome the spirits of heaviness. And again, we do thank you, Lord, for what you've done. We ask you for pour out your Holy Spirit and great yes. might and power upon Dave. And continue to help him walking down that highway of holiness. In Jesus' mighty name and by his blood. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you, Pastor John. Thank you, oh, Shannon.
9: Praise the Lord there, Dave. Thank you for calling in, brother. Lord, bless us there.
0: God bless you. Thank you. And you...
9: Night now.
2: All right, Pastor John, we've got another caller. Let's uh, take caller. Thank you for waiting patiently. Where are you calling from? Um, I can't identify the number, it just says all ones, but uh, caller that's still waiting on the line for prayer?
6: Yeah, hi. Hey there. Me?
2: Yes, ma'am.
6: Okay, my name is Laura, and um, I've been sick for 15 years. I have chronic fatigue, well, I've been diagnosed with chronic fatigue. Fibromyalgia, Lyme disease, cytomegalovirus.
2: Well, let, um, let me just stop you one second. I just want to give you an instruction in case you get cut off. Uh, do you have a pen? Uh,
6: yeah. Wait a second. Okay.
2: Here, here's what I would like you to do. I want you to email me your number just as an emergency backup because if we lose the connection with you, I won't have any way to call you as I can't uh, see your number for some reason.
6: Oh, okay. So, well, I can't get on and get and email you and be on the phone at the same time.
2: Okay. Um, well, I will tell you what. You do take my number, take my email, and if you drop off, just shoot me a quick email, and we'll call you back. Okay. Okay. Uh, you would just email me to Shannon. That's S H A N N O N. Okay. At Omegamanradio.com. And that's really the only option I've got, uh, because I don't want you to give your number out over the air for privacy, as we, this is a live program. Okay. Uh, Shannon at OmegaManRadio.com. In the event that you drop off. Okay. Okay. Uh, I apologize. Now, uh, pick back up where you left off. What's going on with you?
6: Okay. Well, I've been sick for a long time. My mother was also sick, so I think that this is a generational thing. a um, spirit of infirmity, she has chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia, and but I have some other things. I have a weakness in my immune system, so I just pick up everything. And also the oppression and depression and nightmares and insomnia and thyroid. I just have a whole list of things. Um, um, childhood things, PSTD, post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, just from childhood, um, abuse. I think that's where the nightmares and things are coming from too. Um, a lot of victimization of going on with my family. I'm the scapegoat, the black sheep. And uh, recently I've been doing a little bit better, but there's always a family member that just comes along and just, you know, I know it's it's just, you know, the dem- demonic realm just, you know, says something to just totally turn my world upside down. And um, I just want deliverance.
2: Okay. Laurie How did you hear Laurie. about the program?
6: Well, Pat Holiday, um, I've been following her ministry for a long time, and she's the one that email this about Omega Man.
9: Okay, well, praise God. Uh, Pastor John, go ahead. Yeah, Laura, you are a born-again believer?
6: Yes, I am.
9: Okay, praise the Lord. Then, Are you under medical attention right now?
6: Well, yeah, I'm going to a doctor. I mean, they would have me on antidepressants, too. Um, The only thing I'm taking right now is sleeping medicine and thyroid. Uh uh
9: Uh-huh, Okay, well, and uh, are you doing warfare prayers?
6: Um, no, I'm really not. I'm just listening to you guys every night. Okay. If I don't catch I you would, on the phone, I catch you on the, you know, e- uh, over the Internet.
9: I would uh, highly recommend you get booklet number four from uh WW publications at the Warfare Prayers booklet. Uh, uh, I'm trusting the Lord's going to give you a fair bit of deliverance tonight, but the, you're still going to have to keep hitting on what's left over for, for quite a while till the Lord grants you complete deliverance. So uh, this is going to be a daily walk for you for a while, okay? So,
4: okay. Uh,
9: just to let you know beforehand. And uh, it's at www.publications.com. They've got the whole set there, but it's the Warfare Prayer booklet that you'll need. Okay. And there's also another one, of I think it's, it's on healing there, too. You may find that interesting as well. But we'll just start, and we'll just keep plowing away here. Okay. Well, dear Heavenly Father, again, we come to you to shed blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, God, and by the dwelling Holy Spirit. Lord, we do bless and praise and glorify you. Lord, I lift Laura up in her whole situation. Lord, she has come to you like the woman of the infirmity of many years. And, Lord, you healed her miraculously. I'm asking, Lord God, you would heal Laura from all the afflictions that are afflicting your the Lord, there's a whole host of them. You know what they are. It doesn't matter to me, Lord, because you're the one who's doing the work, Lord. There was a Syrophoenician woman who came to you crying, Lord, help me. And, Lord, you did. And we thank you for that, Lord. And I'm asking that you would help, Laura of all of these afflictions, that she would be healed immediately. Lord, you gave the gathering demoniac tremendous deliverance in a short time. And you healed him, Lord, of some pretty severe things. And I'm praying, Lord, for that kind. Of uh, healing and deliverance for Laura right now this evening, ask the Lord you continue to reveal to her the legal grounds these demons have for staying, so that they can be completely dealt with. So, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I bind the strong evil spirits over Prince of air and all the evil ones working through Laura in her whole situation. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I take authority over all the evil ones bound. Third round, by my authority, loose obedience, and I command to be obedient. And as they leave, I command to go to Tartars. They're not allowed to hurt her, they're not allowed to hurt anyone else or anything. They are going to go to Tartars. You demons of the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you.
4: <coughs> Lord
9: Jesus Christ rebuke you. You hear that,
4: demon? Lord,
9: Jesus Christ rebukes you. He wants you gone. He wants her. He shed his blood for her. Isaiah 53, 4. The fullness of your blood, buying our salvation, healing, and deliverance, that she be set free right now from all these things. I'm asking, Lord God, you take away all the demons' power, strength, might, power, and Satan. You serve They be just completely de energized eternally. They can never get that power back. Get out of her demons. i name. <laughs> whatever legal ground and authority you have, I take, off, I take it away right now in Jesus' name. I call the Holy Spirit to minister mightily unto her right now. To- <laughs> Yeah. All this stuff coming down the family line I cut off all, the all sides of the family. If fathers still active that are given this legal ground, we let the fathers all the way back and all sides of the family ask her <coughs> And that all the curse punishment be broken off. Her family by the Lord Jesus. I also cancel all the ungodly pronouncements made upon her, all the ungodly pronostications of her regarding I'm being chronic fatigued and all these other things. <coughs> I the same blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, that's right. And all the demons that came in because of that, I cut them off and I kicked them out in Jesus' name. <coughs> you heard me, demons. I say, buzz off.
4: Loose
9: her. <coughs> I loose her and let her go. The Lord Jesus Christ, you'll <coughs> so these demons with everything in your armory. Yeah, I want you demons gone. Get out of her right now. <coughs> out of her. All the ones of infirmities, sicknesses, <coughs> deformities, accidents, disease, impotence, loose and let go. <coughs> All the the systems of the body, reproductive, skeletal, muscular, digestive, excitatory, endocrine, rest, <coughs> I'm praying, Heavenly Father, you would restore her immune system. You would restore... Her immune system immediately to full maximum power. That it would destroy all the evil and ungodly viruses and germs, even the cancerous growths, and that <coughs> her would be driven out. Every evil thing in her would be driven out. Get out of her right now.
4: <coughs> out
9: of her. Demons, I said, get out of her.
4: Christ
9: rebuke you. The Lord, get out of her right now, out of her right now, I cancel all suicide thoughts right now, I cancel them right now in the name of the Lord, the ones that they just pack it up and do away with it, it's not worth uh, it, uh, uh. I am asking Lord for the fullness of life and life more abundant and in Jesus' name. You ones that are trying to kill, steal, and destroy, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. <coughs> I smite you in Jesus' name. I say, get out of her. i
4: <coughs>
9: big ones like the mountains be picked up and tossed into the deepest part of the sea. <coughs> get out of her right now. Get out of her right now, Lord. God, these people ones are offending her. She is a child of the king. Therefore, to millstones to be tied around the necks of all these demons, and they be tossed into the deepest place. They can go right down to Tartarus. Get out of her demons. Get out of her right now. I'm asking Lord God, you'd smite these demons. They would dry up and wither right now. Like the fig tree, they'd dry up and wither and not produce any fruit. Get out of her. Get out of her right now. I smite each and every one of you demons of all the symptoms she named, as well as all the symptoms she didn't name. You are foul reprobate beings, you are defeated. <coughs> and on Luke ten nineteen, the Lord has given me power to believe her over all the power, you demons. I tread on you as snakes and skulls. I tread on you as snakes and skulls, I grind you into the ground, demons. Grind you into the ground. I got my foot on your neck, demons. Yes, you are vanquished. You are defeated by the name and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Get out of her right now. Get out of her right now, the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm grinding you under my foot, demons. Jesus. And get out of her right now. You cannot continue to afflict her. Get out of her right now. Get out of her right now. Looser, <coughs> looser, and let her go. Looser and let her go. Lord oh, Jesus Christ, there be if any demons have been bound into limit or hinder deliverance. I, kick I kick you out in Jesus' name.
4: Move
9: it, move it. Get out, get out of here. No the wicked. I'm asking, Lord, you keep up constant pressure on these demons and drive them out. I'm asking, Lord, for the hornets of the Lord to come and to sting them and drive them out. No rest for the wicked demons. You cannot afflict her any longer. Get out of her. Get out of her right now. Looser. Looser and let her go. Looser and let her go. Lord, Jesus Christ. The Lord, Jesus Christ, your beacuse. the Lord, you would grant her tremendous deliverance like you did for the Gadarene. Tremendous deliverance in a short time. They all be
6: smitten and
9: driven out. Get out. She is a child you demons are defiling the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is her body. You know that. The Lord's got his death penalty on you demons. Now get out of her. Right get out of her right now. Loose her. Loose her and let her go. Loose her let her go. Loose her and let her go. Even from coming back into her, you are not allowed back in <coughs> You're trying to come again I cut off all witchcraft contacts and controls hitting on her in Jesus name, and I come back immediately to the original demonic senders get out of her get
4: out of her.
9: Get out of her. Get out of her right now. Looser and let her go. Looser and let her go.
4: Looser and let her go.
9: Looser and let her go. Looser and let her go. You heard me. I said, looser go. Move, it. Move it. Move it. Move it. You're not allowed to hurt her. You're not allowed to choke her. Get out of her. Get out of her from the bottom of being, get up and out right now, whatever is her strength. I smite you demons and whatever is sapping her strength. I smite you demons get out of her right now. I give her right more power, might, and strength power up bound mind, help her to overcome these evil ones and get out <coughs> of her. demons get out of her. Get out of her. Get out of
4: her.
9: I said, Get out of her right now. Get out of her right now. Get out of her right now. Loose Loosen. Let go. Loose and let go of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ.
4: The Lord
9: Jesus Christ. Loosen. Let go. I'm asking Heavenly Father you put all those instruments of uh, torture that passed your the first hour of the show that you put all those on the demons here immediately and continuously get out demons get out demons <coughs> that's right move it. move it move it move it move it next ones. move it Move it. Move it right now. Hurry up. Get out. Get out. Get out right now. Get out right now. Get out. The Lord Jesus Christ. Get out right now. Get out out of her right now. Get out of her right now. Get out of of her right now your angels uh, Come uh, up in front of as fast as possible, uh, Get hurt uh, uh,
4: uh,
9: unlimited civil war in devil's kingdom and kingdom. Uh, yeah, attack and destroy uh, each other, and throw each other out I want them I want them gone, I want them gone, loosen, let go i get out of it right now <coughs> loose sand lose.